This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Gamefly, and you listeners right now can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime to get a free month of unlimited games. Welcome to episode 228 of Vigigame Game Apocalypse. I, as usual, am your host, Michael Raparez, coming to you from the recently eclipsed Tyler Wilde Memorial Studio. Joining me is co-host... Uh, possibly blind from looking in the sun, Dave Rudden. And special guest... Sleepy from staying up to pre-order a Super NES Mini, Henry Gilbert. I think we all are. Nice. And joining us for the first time ever, it's... Both more angry and more in love with Nintendo than I've ever been before, it's Matthew J. Hmm. Hi! His Welcome. voice is in the room here Yay. with us, not Yay. just in an audio yeah. file I was thinking to do one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Mock. Yeah. Well, now, nowadays, if you're doing a video response, you have to be like doing something with an animal that's really cool, like uh-huh. body <laughs> slamming it or like, uh-huh. like driving a truck. Hearing it of all diseases, <laughs> it's it's a really big race we, now. We've for, raised the yes, stakes in terrifying yeah, ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's an interesting week. This week we yeah. got a couple big new releases to talk about. We got a new Uncharted game, which yes. was sort of oh, strange. Oh yeah, I and forgot that a new Mad out. game, which I'm sure we're going to yeah. talk at length about. Yeah. <laughs> and Gamescom is going on as well, yep. or went on. Yeah, lots oh, of yeah. stuff, and we all have got NES classics pre-ordered mm-hmm. somehow, which is like, yep. and you yeah. probably don't, so we're yeah. better, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, none of us used any of. We don't really have contacts. To, no. Nintendo I mean, certainly wouldn't yeah. give me a free Super no, NES I, Mini. I was only successfully able to order one because Hank yeah. uh, retweeted. Same about exact thing where it's like I randomly was like up like. Fell asleep on the couch, woke up for a minute before going to actual bed, and I'm like, well, I better see what's on tour. Holy shit. It's happening right now. Yep. And, well, I, went and I got it at Best Buy. It was because uh, Wario64, yeah. I passed along his wisdom. Make If you still want to get one, the first person who will let you know when they're available is Wario64 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So turn on notifications for him. He tweets a lot, but when he finally yeah. tweets, the Super <laughs> NES Mini is ready... You can jump on it, but yeah. uh, him and, that's and cheap ass gamer. They're cheap also ass gamer is yeah. pretty good with it, but they're a little slower on the draw than yeah. Wario. Wario sixty four is like the living game deal segment. He's <laughs> always. Just I had them both I, I on notifications because because of your advice. Yeah, no, I cheap ass gamer is is a good source too. To, uh, you to be safe, put them on both. I do remember like somebody tweeting out like that. Like twenty minutes after they were sold, that he got an email from Best Buy oh, saying, yeah. "Hey, it's, I did that. At, in stock I did now. that in multiple places. Oh, yes, like yeah. I got, I got the Best Buy. Or no, I got the Target, and I got the Amazon email where it's like, oh, okay, it's already out. So yeah, I've, I've decided since I managed to secure one, I'm going to be a little bit greedy and try to get another one to scalp. Uh, Although this mm-hmm. may work out in everyone else's favor because every time I have ever bought something with the intention of keeping it and mm-hmm. selling it because I think it'll be valuable, mm-hmm. it backfires and that it always depreciates." In value, it will always be easier to get it new uh, than from me. And uh, the the only exception is if I open it and devalue <laughs> it, it. The the value of the mint in package version will go through the roof. <laughs> 
Whereas nobody will want the unboxed version. I know that because I have every... Well, now I just sold them all when I moved here, but I had every, pretty much every special edition Shin Megami Tensei or Persona game for the last, like, ten years. Really? Except Persona 4 Golden, which is the one that goes for, like, hundreds of dollars. Wow. But I got my Dancing All Night special edition (laughs) that nobody will give you more than 30 bucks for. Yes! Yeah, they made way too many of those. Yeah, they were on Amazon for, like, half price, like a month after (sighs) it came out. I was really pissed off. But, I mean, I was glad I got it because the soundtrack was... A really it's good awesome. soundtrack. Oh, that was my regular car music. Yeah, there were so when many. I had a car. There were so many SMT special editions that came with like it's a soundtrack, three songs. Yeah, but this was really all the songs. And yeah, now I feel bad. I opened up my uh, golden special edition and used the stickers. But <laughs> I mean, my my golden case is is one of my. It's it's been what's been on my Vita <laughs> forever. And my Persona Five special, my Take Your Heart edition. It's beautiful. It's one of the best special editions ever. It has like a huge scratch on it, oh. and Amazon couldn't replace it because there weren't any more. But they did give me fifty dollars <laughs> in Amazon credit, which is almost least. what it cost. So I did find was... it charming that I think Target was like, "Would you like to get a replacement warranty on this SNES Classic for eleven dollars?" Like, fucking, you if this, this breaks, you're not replacing it. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. are not replacing this at you all. You won't have anything yes. to replace it with. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is going to come and have to make <laughs> Super Nintendo sounds in front of me. Yes. <laughs> but I didn't get my uh, Super Nintendo Classic that way. I had an epic adventure today where I tried all of those outlets. I did the refreshing. I got all of them in the cart, and they all sold yeah. out while I had it in the cart. Ugh. Then I called GameStop because a guy on Twitter posted his receipt where he was like, they're doing in-store ones. I just happened to be there. So I called GameStop like, hey, a guy has his in-store receipt. I called what they call the flagship GameStop, which is the one on Market Street here, yeah. like three blocks it's, from where we are. By flagship, they mean only. I get, yeah. one in the mission, it's the only but one that's here, yeah. the, one, the only one that counts as the one. You don't want to go to that yeah. one. But they, and they, <laughs> she told me like in the country, she's like, this is the number one, because I guess San oh, Francisco really? Market oh, yeah. Street. Well, they have two oh. floors, which is rare for a GameStop. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, yeah. and she was like, but we're not doing pre-orders. Like, well, a guy on Twitter, and she was like, yeah, but I guess we're not. And then I called again later, because I, because the GameStop official Twitter tweeted at me and said, actually, every store is doing it, because I tweeted how, I was like, it's weird that San Francisco is, and I wasn't even complaining. I think what she meant was, actually, we're not letting anyone who isn't on staff pre-order. Yeah, one. I think so. Yeah. But then I called, eventually I had made three calls of this GameStop after they were very busy like I was just hanging up and calling because it was busy uh, and then the guy told me he was like he was like listen he was like uh, I was very nice to everyone they all got to know that I was the guy that was calling and he was like he was like hey listen we just got the email like right now that we can do in-store pre-orders and people are already lining up you should get down here so I literally Whoa. I ran from my apartment on Pine Street to Market Street which is like a mile or so it's not that bad okay. I, I run every week so it's not a big deal but I, I ran down there and got in line I probably was toward the end of the people that made it in. Like, I was like the 30th person in line. I didn't Did you have to, to buy see. a bundle, or was it no, just, just the string? Oh, wow, I put forty right. bucks down on it. I'll pay the rest when it comes out. But uh, like when they they were like counting the people, he was like, "You you guys come, you five can come in." It was like five, four or five at a time. Uh, and then there were three people in front of me, and the guy told the two in front, "You guys will be fine." And then he walked back in, and I was like, "What the fuck does that Ugh. mean? Does that mean I will be?" And oh, then no. when the guy came out, he went one, two, three, and pointed at me, and I was like. <sighs> like my whole, like I felt like all the marrow come out of my bones. I was like, oh, thank God. Well, because there are some bundles, like uh, they're probably yeah. sold out by this point, but GameStop. They were available on the app. I was trying to get it through uh, the, the GameStop app, and I couldn't get one. The GameStop had like the bundles. They're like, so you can get the $80 SNES, but also $70 of shit with yeah, it. Yeah, like, some Tetris blocks or fucking, yeah. All the, all the garbage you don't like i don't care man i like yeah. i like chocobo ice cube trays yeah. it's a 30 dollar snes art book no yeah. i'm not gonna i don't want this 
Yeah. No thanks. I thought about like the Think Geek bundle with the the Zelda Shield backpack, which I think is a really cool product on its own. Yeah. Sure. Just not to actually wear. Yeah. Put in it up public. in your wall. And yeah. I I love that like. Although I did come here in a Donald Duck backpack, so yeah. I don't. <laughs> what do I have to say? The first one thing is like <laughs> GameStop is like the leading game retailer, you could say, and that they have the shittiest bundles. Like yeah, you should be able to sell this at the regular price without it affecting your bottom line. That's the way they're hawking the Switch right now. It's all yeah. bundle shit that and nobody wants, that but have, you'll pay far, yeah. 400 bucks for it you can't get one. That they have the audacity to name them like the all-in-one bundle or the everything-you-need bundle where it's like the $80 version of the SNES Classic is all you need. Yes, it comes it. with two controllers and an HDMI <laughs> cable. That's all you need to play this. Yep. You don't need an art book. And a Mega Man hand. It's got Yoshi's Island, motherfucker. Yes, yes, that's I, what exactly. I want. Yes, I don't want any extra shit. And don't call it everything you need bundle. Like, just call it <laughs> I, I, extra just, shit. Just imagining, bundle. like, those assholes that show up in every retail uh, yeah. worker's experience. Like, oh, oh, what? You, you charged me 80 bucks for this, but I gotta pay another 20 for the art book? <laughs> Come yeah. on! Well, I feel that's how they get you. I always feel bad for the cashiers yes. who have yeah. to represent horrible decisions of no, corporate. It's masters. the executive that made that fucking bundle. Yeah, it's not. It's I don't. Bl- I, you know, it's 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 really like apples. It's comparing apples to other apples <laughs> when you're like, well, I wouldn't shop at Walmart, but I will at Best Buy. It's like, come on, but yeah. but it's it is all like the same. I didn't want to give GameStop money though. That was really like if my only choice is GameStop, I was like. Mm, no, I, I really thought don't that like... when I was in line, and I was like, oh, "You're making me wait in line outside, <laughs> you dicks! I already hate you." <laughs> yeah, but I get, and it's like the only you're giving them eighty bucks for that SNES, and you're not going to do any of the trade-in yeah. shit, any of that stuff. Yeah, people, don't trade in your games. Sell them on eBay and make the money yourself. Yes, that's what I did to move Cut here. Out the middleman. Oh, totally. see, that's what I did when I moved out here too. I sold off about three thousand dollars of video games and comic books. I made about I made a couple grand selling uh, games, comics. I sold every. I I my local. I got to the point where I sold a lot of stuff on eBay. But I was also, I have a local, several local video game stores in uh, Jersey, and I was like, screw it. And I brought, like, those plastic tubs just full of games. And some sometimes I was there, one day I was there for about three hours, mm-hmm. as a guy went through and tested, yeah. like, three Dreamcasts, wow. and, like, wow. uh, one of them was, like, a Japanese Dreamcast in the box. So, like, as as I'm, he's going through this, and they're all laid on the table, people are, like, coming in throughout the day, like, what the fuck? You're selling all this stuff? It's yeah. like, yeah, I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> like, I'm moving. <laughs> and they're like, but this is like, this game is super hard. This boxed bubble bobble is like, what do you do? And I was like, I don't give a shit. Like, just take yeah. it. Get rid of it. <laughs> wow. Did Kevin yeah, Smith work at or own this video game store? Every, every <laughs> time you have a, if you talk about a thing in New Jersey, I'm going to ask if Kevin Smith. South Jersey. He's from oh. North Jersey. Uh. I'm sorry. I have met him. So you can't be a nerd in New Jersey and not meet Kevin Smith like three or four times. <laughs> so I have. I met Brian Holleran. I met Jay. I've met like a bunch of those guys. Oh, wow. that you, is, you can't not. It's so uh, easy to. Is Holleran the Tell Him Steve Dave guy? No, he's Dante. Yeah. Oh, Dante. Dante. Right, right. You're not yeah, even yeah. supposed to be here today. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, okay. Yes. I got I, him to I sign him a, a clerk's bumper sticker. Yeah, the first time nice. I met Kevin Smith, uh, all I, I was about 12, and all I had seen of his was the clerk's animated series <laughs> but I, I kept talking to him about it. I was like I love that show it's so good and I think he was like wow like nobody's seen that show I don't think it was on DVD yet <laughs> wow yeah it took wow. like two years before well, it was finally think, on DVD I think they, they aired two episodes out yep. of order and yeah. it was canceled well they aired the second episode first which is a clip show yeah. so we had a clip show no, and no, no, it no, was they, against friends no 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 yeah. they aired they aired the fourth episode first the uh, the trial episode with oh, that's the, weird too. And, and, and then, then the clip show and then the clip show the trial was the one that followed the Super Bowl yes 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the clip show second, which was still the second episode, but mm-hmm. it was... It was, but oh, I had it seen was a clip show for the first episode, which hadn't aired. we got to yeah. save this for yeah. uh, the eventual uh, clucking oh. about clerks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I expect us to do yeah, that right, someday. We, do. We, are, we are so far in the weeds right now. <laughs> Holy shit. I yeah. won't take any chance so. to talk about the clerks uh, animated series. I love yeah. that show. But anyway, I promise this show is about video games. And this week, on Monday, when we came up with the top five, mm-hmm. Twitter was all abuzz about the eclipse, the solar eclipse, which some of you might remember as mm-hmm. happening several days ago. It's what blinded our president yes god rest its soul <laughs> the eclipse not the president uh <laughs> but dave you you were like well how about top five moons and they're like well why don't we just go for top five eclipses i didn't know that you could quantify to that like five games that have eclipses oh yes in them? wow yes and not only that these aren't just games that have eclipses these are games where the eclipse is important to the plot okay mm. so for example dark souls 3 has an amazing eclipse at yeah. the very end which resembles the dark sign but it's not really yeah. it's it's really just window dressing. So you can't even jokingly put like uh, the Toyota Eclipse from Forza Horizon. Right. No, I don't even <laughs> yeah. have to do- go That's there. That's important okay. to the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Can a car fall in love? I think Forza Horizon <laughs> taught us that. That scene where that Shin song can- is playing when he slits his wrist in the mirror. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, was can it Shin song? I don't remember. Can a racetrack? <laughs> um, anyway. Well, let's begin with number five. <laughs> the I think the name of the game was said twice in that. Was clip, it? So, yes. All I heard was like dollars? I heard like the the prelude to a metal song. Like, <laughs> well, that <laughs> that is the singer the from uh, Faith No More. I think. What? The voice. I really uh, Sega CD Faith No More. Make your own video. <laughs> no, I'm probably wrong, but no, it's uh, the darkness. <laughs> oh, oh. So, that's a good game. Yeah, it is a good game. And at the very end of it, you are hunting down. The last soldiers in your Uncle Polly's mob after he's, uh, you know, killed. Well, spoiler, spoiler, yeah. spoiler, spoiler, uh, and spoiler, spoiler <laughs> also. But the at the end of the game, you're moving up this lighthouse, mm-hmm. and there's an eclipse that is slowly creeping over the horizon. Ah. As this eclipse becomes complete, the darkness becomes supercharged. The darkness being this. Uh, weird dragon-like demonic entity that's been possessing your body throughout the whole game and where you have been controlling the darkness up until now things tip a little bit the other direction as the eclipse gives it more power i can feel the darkness twisting it wants this more than anything it thrives in the madness you can feel the coming eclipse and it's agitated If you played a clip from To Kill a Mockingbird, I would have gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so crazy to me that a image comic by Garth Annis would become such a like cult hit uh, yeah. first person shooter. Well, it, what's what's interesting about that is it took like the Hollywood route of like man, and then we're not going to like depict the costume or anything. Uh-huh. The main character is just going to be wearing a black trench coat. Yeah, he doesn't have like the, the green. Thing. Thing with like nope. the shoulder blades and stuff. It's very nineties look. Extremely nineties. <laughs> well, and it's a great. Uh, yes, it's also and, and so many of the cutscenes are just him monologuing under a spotlight, <laughs> which is weird. Yeah, I'm surprised you were protecting the spoilers when this game is like a decade old. Yeah, and you can't even play it on a PC. Like it's just gone. Really? Well, it's uh, really is it con- like the a- license expired? I, I had heard it's not available anymore. Uh-huh. Oh. 
Well, you can probably get the sequel thing. is. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, the sequel is, uh, which took them too long to yeah. make Darkness 2. Yeah, but Darkness so. 2 was like 2011. The first yeah. one was like 2008 or something. Yeah, I think 7. I think yeah. It was. yeah, it was like a, a very early 360 game. I worked <laughs> at GameStop when Darkness 2 came out, and we had like a big cardboard cutout for it, and everyone that came in was like, what the fuck is this? Like, yes, what, yeah. like this is a 2? I've never heard of this. <laughs> yeah. well, and, and Darkness 2 was like so much more a conventional shooter, whereas the first mm-hmm. one was made by Starbreeze, yeah. the same people who did the Chronicles of Riddick games. And so it was kind of this weird, more story-focused type shooter with kind of odd mechanics that weren't always completely clear. Like you still have like those crazy snake arms you could throw at people. Yeah, you had the crazy snake arms. You could grab people. You could rip their hearts out and eat them for power. Uh, But like you know, your character wouldn't move his guns consistently. It would like he'd just be like his arms in different directions, like, <laughs> and it would just sort of like be intuitive, like, oh, okay, I'm just going to shoot at that guy, and the animation's not always going to be the same. Uh, but was it the original Darkness or Darkness Two that had the uh, scene with the couch with the girlfriend? That was the original. Okay, yeah. and the Darkness watch all of the original. In it. Yeah. No, it's To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, it is. Okay, uh, I think there's another one. Isn't there? There, there was the things? man with the golden arm. That was another one that played on the like postage size grain <laughs> postage stamp size grainy video on in-game TVs that you could just stop and watch. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like To Kill a Mockingbird. That's the one where Saruman has a third nipple and an <laughs> island fortress. And <laughs> sure, uh, the but, but thanks to that scene in that game, I believe in a thing called love. Yeah. Just listen to the rhythm of my heart. You can you can taste it in the rhythm <laughs> yes. of your hearts, which was actually my uh, headline for Games Radar when I reviewed it. And by the way, was the darkness the band? Yes. Lyric. Okay. I just want to make sure everyone got my reference. It's yeah. a, it's just <laughs> obscure enough that I have to explain it to this extent. And now I'm done. Oh, you thought that our stony staring expressions meant that we didn't get it? No, yes. we got it. Okay. I was looking at Google the whole time, but I did get that <laughs> reference. But Googling uh, what is Dave talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just have yes, to know. But that was Mike Patton's voice as the darkness itself, which again sounds like this. Relinquish all control. Yeah, it, it just has that weird sort of... Uh, no consistent mm-hmm. voice. <laughs> well, so the the I'll get you next time, Gadget. The <laughs> we're so, like, I'll get you next time, <laughs> So the reason the eclipse is so power empowering to the darkness mm-hmm. is because the the darkness he has no powers when light shines on him, and right. the more he's he in goes the shadows, away completely. You're defenseless. You can't heal when there's light on you. Mm-hmm. It, it works in the comics. It worked basically like the Green Lantern, except with except instead of yellow, it was sunlight was mm-hmm. it, or any light was was his enemy. Yeah. So you do get a great scene where like the enemies are torturing you. The bad guys are torturing you in first person, and so they're just like shining a giant spotlight on you, so you can't uh, manifest the darkness. You can't heal. And they're just, like, drilling holes in your skull, again, in first person. And uh, you eventually manage to, uh, like, somebody tips over the light, and in that split second, you immediately break free and heal. And uh, Yeah, and this is, like, one of the few games that I've played in which a uh, character commits suicide in the mirror, the main character. Mm-hmm. Like, you... Yeah. <laughs> 
after, again, spoiler alert, your girlfriend gets killed, the one who you mm. share the moment on the couch with, the darkness prevents you from stopping it, and Jackie, the main character, is so despondent that he then immediately goes and shoots himself and then has this weird hell experience where hell is like a World War One trench battlefield where you have to, like, climb this gigantic cannon and disable it and, and then, like, okay, well, the darkness healed you. You're back in the real world now. <laughs> you met your granddad, apparently, uh, while you were dead, but... Um, I, mean, I believe in the comics. Can he create anything? Yeah, and they like, simplified for the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's always been the problem with Green Lantern in video games too. Like, it's a yeah. Green Lantern; yeah. he, can he can create anything. <laughs> How do you? Yeah. Lasers. They'll just make you a big could, fist. Yeah, you can yeah. like you can use tendrils to swat at things or or grab enemies. You can, uh, you know, grab it. Like once you get an enemy down to a certain level, you can rip their heart out. Uh, you can send out one of the darkness heads because it's like a two-headed dragon thing that like uh, appears over your shoulders. So it's always on both sides of the screen. You can send one out as like a little snake-like probe to sneak into things and unlock doors. Hmm. It's very versatile. You can swing across gaps sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it had quite an eclipse. Yeah. <laughs> that, that eclipse was the the uh, culmination of everything where it made did, you invincible. Did they foreshadow that in the game at Shout least? Out. Was there like somebody <laughs> on TV saying like, the eclipse is coming up soon? It's going to be think so i don't remember it's it's really weird when it's something like pulls an eclipse out of nowhere that is not set up it's just it's especially when now this week proved to us we know every eclipse is going to happen probably for the foreseeable future like Mm -hmm. millennia ahead of time so everybody would hear about the eclipse all the time that's true it's why it was so great seeing people use the um Scene from Marge versus the Monorail is like a total eclipse. The cosmic <laughs> ballet moves on. I was that it surprised yeah. everybody when this eclipse happened, even though you all would have known it was coming. Mm-hmm. There were so many Simpsons things I was thinking of when like tweeting about the eclipse. I'm like, well, I could do uh, Rod Flanders out my eyeball, Homer's <laughs> eyes crusting over when he gets the uh, LASIK. <laughs> There's too many, too many things actually. I, 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 I wish you had picked because I just saw the same one all day. Yeah. So I, I, I saw some burns blocking one. out the sun. Yeah. I, saw I saw that a couple times. I'm a little disappointed that everybody referenced uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart and nobody referenced Klaus Nomi's Total Eclipse of the Sun, which is great if you want to hear a, I miss that one too. a guy in a giant inflatable suit singing a beautiful falsetto. The Venture Brothers character? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I know. David I know Bowie's guards. Uh, yes. I wasn't uh, in the Stooges. <laughs> I also... Uh, well, I use the Little Shop of Horrors song, uh, uh, I believe is the official name for I it, but it's the, total, you remember that, you remember sun. last week when there was that total eclipse of the sun? I was, what? This man <laughs> I was looking around the zinnias. <laughs> <laughs> total eclipse of the sun. All right. Well, the characters in our next entry had advance warning of the total eclipse of the advance sun. Advance wars. Number four. Jimmy Neutron? Uh, you're closer What's than his dog's you know. name? Whiskey? Whiskey. So this is, and and you'll notice I'm using the eclipse sound as the lead in for each of this because, Mm. you know, the sun makes a noise when it gets eclipsed. (laughs) 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 Even if it's just the darkness talking. But this is a game that I haven't heard anyone really discuss at length in any format. 
Heart of Darkness on the PS1. Oh. The PS1, yeah. I yeah. just remember looking at the box. I'm like, this is neat, but nah, I'll rent it at some other time. And I think I just sold did. a copy of this. Oh, when I was oh. All those games. Wow. this this was a game that was sort of in the mold of like, if you remember, games like Out of This World or Another World, uh, okay. or, or Flashback. Yeah. Where it's the dialogue reminded me of like oh this feels like an old adventure game yeah. a yeah. 2D game where like at certain junctures you have to do specific things in order to not die instantly mm-hmm. and uh, this cool was, looking too yeah, yeah it was nice, it was like, really good looking look for mm-hmm. yeah for the time yeah. like everything was 3D rendered it looks horrible now. But it's like, you know, late 90s game by yeah. Infograms. It's like three discs, too, yeah. because it was so cool looking. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they they really put a lot of work into like it. A like a Final Fantasy case. I think I was burned uh, on kid-based platformers by Rascal a couple months earlier, so that's why I didn't play this. <laughs> yeah. Look well, up I mean, Rascal, everybody. This actually totally had a little bit no. more in common with <laughs> something like Abe, uh, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, and that, like, yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah, it was ah. very much that mold. Good case, too. Really great cover. Oh, yeah. If anyone looks that up. But uh, when I say... You know, you had to do very specific things or not die. It's kind of incredible how many ways the, again, child yeah. protagonist could die. <laughs> I mean, he's got a dog named Whiskey. He's a bit of a grown-up. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. But, uh, for example, you could run across a giant monster, and if it grabbed you, this would happen. <laughs> Uh, you get eaten a lot. Uh, fantastic animation, in, by the way. Very very fluid. But, uh, yeah, lots of deaths that, like, see you vaporized except for, like, a shoe or a shoe and some pant leg or, like, your ball cab or... Of course it's got a ball cab. Uh, yeah, there's, like, one monster that actually will, like, swoop down grab you, and then, like, just break your back, like, bend you in half backwards <laughs> and carry you off. Uh, it's a lot like Limbo. Yeah. Except like, this oh, isn't silhouette, though, is it? Limbo. No, you <laughs> no. see this kid get fucked up. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah, it's. I'm, I'm not entirely sure who the game is for, because <laughs> the intro <laughs> is very childlike in that, like, his dog gets kidnapped, and so he runs to his treehouse, where, of course, he has a spaceship and... Uh, and like a plasma rifle, <laughs> uh, as as most suburban kids do, Man. and then he flies to the shadow world where he confronts shadow monsters who again move Goes beautifully. Goes through his TV. Yeah. Man, in the case of this game and Blaster Master, it's like I know you love your pet, but are you willing to die? <laughs> Is this for with your a frog? Mm-hmm. Are you going to go to another world and fight de- demon creatures for your pet? Yeah, big. Just go back to the pound and get a new one. It also. <laughs> It also opens with child abuse in that he he falls asleep, has a dream uh, in class, and his teacher punishes him by throwing him in a dark closet. Afraid of the dark? (laughs) Come back here this minute, young man! No way, Jose! There's an eclipse of the sun today! There'll be a test about it tomorrow! I'm warning you! (laughs) There's a test about the eclipse? Yeah, like... (laughs) What was the eclipse like? What <laughs> causes an eclipse? <laughs> Done. Uh, Test written. Yeah. 90s game with a Hispanic teacher, though. That's cool. <laughs> no way, Jose. His name was Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Should have called him Mr. Jose, yeah. though. Yeah. Interesting, <laughs> interesting <laughs> twist. The voice actor who plays the teacher is the same one that plays the game's villain, who's like this big shadowy ah, demon yeah. lord. A Wizard of Hostile situation? Uh, sort of, yeah. <laughs> but uh, in, in, especially there. in spoiler alert, like, yeah, it's pretty much a dream or a fantasy uh, that he has. Uh, now I'm glad I didn't If I finished it. that game and got that <laughs> ending, I'd be like, 
Fuck this! It's Mario like, 2 all over again, damn it. The voice of the teacher didn't play a character who's known only as Servant, I think, uh, who looks exactly like the scammer aliens from Futurama and oh. sounds like this. Fine. <laughs> you! I like the scammer aliens mm-hmm. with uh, Maurice LaMarche doing his John Levitt's impersonation yeah. better. Yeah, I like that yeah. better. And this this began with like him kicking the dog whiskey into like a black void. Uh, <laughs> Weird. Yeah. I so. I mean the eclipse. So the eclipse is what opens up the portal to the other world. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Okay, yep. I see. And then he, I guess, during the eclipse, uses his spaceship to travel through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now happened, that I know that it's all a dream. Sunday, it that happened, happened to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, shadow monsters coming out, having to fight so wait, them off. Did he dream about so the eclipse my dog. too? Uh, no, the eclipse was real. Oh, okay, because if you dreamed an eclipse and then looked at the sun in your dream, yeah. Do you go blind in real life? Your dream it's kind blind. of like yes. a Freddy situation. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that that uh, servant character, he's also important because he was supposed to grab the boy and somehow grabbed the dog instead. I think because the dog was wearing the boy's ball cap at the time. Oh, it's an uh, easy mistake. Uh, easy yeah, mistake. easy, easy. But uh, anyway, let's move on to something that I know a lot of people have actually played. Number three. Again, eclipse sound. Skyrim. Yes. Skyrim. Okay. Skyrim. Oh. This is Skyrim. Yes. I was going through like all the bow and arrow sounds in my head. Like, mm. which one is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Good ear. Good you ear. Shoot an arrow at an eclipse. You shoot an arrow into the sun and cause an eclipse. Okay. And this is with a specific artifact that you get in the Dawnguard DLC. Mm. It's called Ariel's Bow. That is like the big weapon, super weapon you get at the end for beating the final boss. And then you can just go out into the world and use it, and it has two awesome uses. You can use it to fire special, quote-unquote, sun-hallowed arrows, and if you shoot those at the sun, it makes the sun explode in a bunch of destructive bursts that will light up any enemies around you. Wow. Wait, that's Uh, like a regular attack? You can just keep doing? Yeah. Cool. Not so good, though, if you're a vampire, which is like one of the major possibilities in Dawnguard. Like, you can become a more powerful than normal vampire thanks to that, and turn into, like, a weird demon form. Uh, You can also get blood-cursed arrows, and if you shoot those at the sun, it causes a, like, a weird red eclipse Mm -hmm. that darkens the the sky, uh, creates a false night, and lets you move around safely as a vampire without any fear of the sun. And it also evokes interesting reactions from the townsfolk. By the divines, what happened to the sky? It's daytime. Why is it so dark outside? (laughs) Why does the sky look like that? I I like that there's sort of like this sad, like, shock to Mm -hmm. it. Like, what's going on? Where's the sun? (laughs) I mean, they've seen a lot of crazy shit uh, living in that world. They do, but still. Dragons weren't enough. 
No, we've lost the sun, too. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I really set you up for that one. Yeah, you really did. Thanks. <laughs> no, I, I, like, I like general NPC dialogue in Bethesda games because... They can't count on you to have heard the last one, so they're all they're all vaguely similar, but they they have to be mm-hmm. just different enough to be said like eight hundred times. And they yeah. never sound like they come from the same universe. Like yes, you, yeah. everyone sounds like they're on from their own world in their own game. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I you know I haven't played this. I'm waiting for this. I'm waiting for the Switch edition. That's finally what uh, I'm going to play. It's coming. I, I you ever played any true. Skyrim? No, fuck wow. that. Yeah, I haven't either. Bethesda games are broken and they don't re- deserve my time. <laughs> if they can't make a complete, a real game, then fuck that, man. I played like 30 hours of it when it came out, and that's like it. I feel like I I thought I had played the least of it, but that's, now I'm surprised. It's one of my no. favorite games ever. I think I've poured like a couple hundred hours at least. Yeah. In I'll probably get the Switch one at some I, point. I, yeah. I Just have a portable tempting. sounds cool. I can't forgive the tech problems. This is that was on PS3 for fuck's <laughs> no, sake. No, everybody had some tech problems. Everybody could share like, oh, this is a bug. This is a bug. Like everybody, and even hearing the people talk about like the the last Bethesda game, Fallout Four, just going like, I thought they'd fix it. I thought this was finally going to be, and just realizing like, no, it can never be fixed. Like it'll always, there will always be something a little bit wrong with these games. And but it, in a pro in a post Bodie Dubs world, is it worth it? B-O-T-W, Breath no, of the Wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does everyone not call it that? Like <laughs> that's that's the thing. Like this I came like out what in in 2011. Oh my god. It's yeah, been I mean, so long. yes, yeah. It can't. Yeah. Also, it when can't I worked at GameStop, so I I will say it's it's still fun. You know, I've I've bought it on multiple platforms. I don't know that I ever want to start a new game just because it's being basically asking me like start your life over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, but uh, like it's, you wouldn't, given the chance. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> this, is, this is one of the best open world games I've ever yeah. played, and in terms of the amount of freedom that it gives you yeah. to do basically whatever you want, kill whoever you want, uh, make your own weapons, yeah. carry them around, call them things like soul fucker, <laughs> and use them to steal the souls of your enemies, so you can use those souls to power more magical <laughs> weapons that you make. I mean, that's it's it's a it's a hugely fun game. There should be more first person. Uh, vampire games mm. because the developer never has to program reflection. Like, why can't I see myself in this mirror or the yeah, water? It's a time saver. Yeah. <laughs> no, I you can't. Well, I wish. Um, what was it? I think the guys who made Eve had originally were going to make the Vampire the Masquerade video games. They mm. bought the World of Darkness. And oh yeah. Now have given like up an on MMO? it. Or, yeah, yeah, I believe so. Cool. And then, but well, don't expect it anytime yeah. soon. Only vampire. Well, no, it's yeah. not gonna happen. Yeah. But well, I mean, I, I think still one of my favorite things about Skyrim is that like. It's it has one main quest line and then like tons of side quests and any of these like side faction quests can easily like they're their own self contained narratives. They can take like eight to ten hours to complete. The it's main quest is the worst part. Like you want to do that. Yeah, like that's that's things. the part I did last after doing like literally every other major hmm. quest. For me, that was a game. The game was about the thieves guild, and I was like, yeah. stop telling me all this other crap. The <laughs> let me guild. let me be on the the critical path of the thieves guild. And, and that's what the, I'm supposed to do. And then the hmm. assassin guild, the dark yeah. brotherhood. Like mm-hmm. that's one of the best things. And the same thing in uh, in Oblivion, the game before, in that like you complete the thieves guild quest and you get the gray fox cowl which uh helps you become invisible and lets you carry like 10 George times Clooney. the amount of stuff that you would normally carry <laughs> and then then the assassin's guild has a bunch of really cool missions one of which is like a 10 little indian style setup where you're in a house with five other people and it's a whodunit like who's the murderer <laughs> who keeps bumping people off of course it's you but yeah. you have to hide that <laughs> 
That sounds fine. Maybe yeah. I'll play it. Maybe I'll play it on the Switch. Maybe <laughs> I won't because uh, I'll be playing Super Mario Odyssey, baby. Yeah, yeah. I remember in 2011, I got in. I didn't win the argument, but I was like, "Does Skyrim even need to be in our top five of the year?" I think, guys, Saints Row the Third is really <laughs> great. And I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> yeah, we had quite a, a <laughs> quite a row. T- yes, yeah. <laughs> Well, the, the Brits were on my side because they mm. were playing only the PS3 yeah, version. Yeah. Like, yeah, this game's broke as fuck. Because the Brits <laughs> would only play on PS3, fuck, anything. <laughs> my PS Triple don't play this so well. I need my <laughs> PS Triple to play PES. What am I supposed to do? Play Sony and Xbox? I think not, my friend. Going back to Sensi Soccer. It'll be many a it'll be many a fortnight before I lay that up again. These are the worst British accents yeah. ever attempted by anybody. They're from Nottingham. I can't That's... believe we're only on number two. <laughs> Boy, that is so generic. I can't play this yeah. either. This will make it a little easier for you. Oh, that's Twilight, Twilight Princess. Princess, right? Oh, the what other, other the game other wolf is game. extremely Japanese o- and Okami. has a wolf? Okami. Yes, thank you. Uh, I couldn't think of it. I kept wanting to call <laughs> it Ikaruga. They're both the same game. I mean, pretty similar, much similar. Similar. <laughs> One's better. Okami. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, look, so the one that has the IGN logo on the box. Yeah. Yeah, that's the better one. The seal of if quality. You, if you see them both on the store shelves. But uh, what the eclipse is the inciting incident in the game, right? It's also the again getting into spoiler territory here. It's the end game. Is ah. the eclipse happens and brings about the day of darkness, which casts the whole world into darkness. But it's especially important that an eclipse happens because Amaterasu is the Japanese goddess of what? The moon. The sun. The sun. So she's being eclipsed. (sighs) And your powers are eclipsed in the final boss Uh, fight against a creature who basically is the eclipse. Wow. Named Yami. I mean, Yummy is basically a giant orb that shows up and makes sci-fi sounds. That, that, it wasn't that gro- uh, growling. He also but, possesses uh, players of Yu-Gi-Oh to make mm-hmm. the, give them the heart of the cards. Sure, <laughs> five See, people love that. This, this is a generational difference here on this podcast. <laughs> so I understand that reference. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I guess I'll put my deck away then. I thought we were going to have a nice little match. Just <laughs> put your deck away. Tuck it back in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. I didn't beat this game, so I never faced Yami either. I, I, I know a lot of people know from didn't. Pictures. I, I remember being told repeatedly, like, this is about 20 hours too long. Yeah. It is. It is. Well, when you beat Orochi, you're like, cool, this game's over. Pretty good. Oh, oh, you're giving me a whole nother game to hmm. play here. That's mm-hmm. crazy. That's the, I think that's the common Zelda-like flaw. Like, most of mm-hmm. them are always, like... Oh, I gotta run from here to here again and do these same worlds again. It shows you the pacing. The pacing of a Zelda game usually works against that. Like they're not gonna make yeah. you repeat a ton of shit until like the last dungeon where it's like, okay, here's a boss rush. But otherwise, mm-hmm. not that. But then with Okami, they're like, no, we need to pad this out some. But that then that padding then wastes your time in a lot of ways. Yeah. But but uh, Okami, yeah, I got. I believe I got two thirds of the way through. I did not face Yami, but Yami, I believe, is like a giant uh, sphere, right? It's like it is like a big red orb. Yeah, he's a big orb, 
And Actually, he's, yeah, he wait, starts he's in Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Yes, he yes. is. I'm getting ahead of ourselves. He's, he starts the fight by stealing all your powers, basically defeating you before you even get to fight him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wait, is he a cat that also loves pizza and is a samurai? No, no <laughs> unfortunately not. Ow. I got I that, one. You're talking about. But, I got that one. But he, he is actually something else underneath the orb. Because he, he will occasionally open up and show you what he really is. He's actually like this weird little fetus-like fish mm. that uh, has like the, the kami markings that the other... <laughs> animal gods in the game do but he's like in in a little airtight globe mm. that that is uh, transparent so he's he's kind of his sphere is actually like a mech and it will grow legs at certain points it will at one point turn into like a big hand that attacks you and uh, I think that's the form that most people know him from from yeah. Tatsunoko versus Capcom that was very upsetting to me in Tatsunoko versus Capcom I was like all right, let's see what Capcom cares you got. The only representation of Okami is the boss nobody knows. <laughs> like that's the, which I guess it's extra Japanese yeah. and the game is hella Japanese, yeah. but mm-hmm. still. You're fighting against Gacha Man and like other mm-hmm. weird people that most Americans don't know of. But not Hakushan Daimo because he is the, uh. he was the one they couldn't get in. Uh, he was the silly fat genie. They're like, no, he's... There's red tape with the ownership of it in Europe, so they well, and the samurai pizza cats, right? Weren't they not in the American? No, nah, there were no samurai pizza <laughs> cats in the, either of them. I no. thought. What? Yeah. No, they're in the Japanese. Are, one. are they? Okay, they're one of them. Yeah. Wow, they're a Tatsunoko uh, character. Huh? Wow, well, I forgot. They're that. in something. They're in one of those some edition of that game. It might have been a later edition in Japan, but they're mm. in something. I think uh, yeah, Okami is. I saw rumors that it's going to come out on PS4. I think I like saw some ratings for it. Yes, yeah. I bought that game so many times, and actually, I've never played it. Yeah, yeah. And really? like, I'll buy it again. That's been re-released yeah. so much, and like, it's I guess everything. I guess Okami Den did require a lot of the touchscreen. Yeah. I was going like, to ask if that game's any good. I never like, played it. Like that, okay. that should be re-released in some form, but I guess you yeah, can't do I, it. I remember, anywhere. like, both, I just both, sold my copy for uh, thirty bucks. I think either. both nice. that and the Okami HD for PS3 they came out like. At the end of their respective yeah. systems' mm-hmm. lifespans, like I remember Okami Den, like somebody I know who shall remain nameless, grousing like, "Why wasn't this on 3DS?" Mm-hmm. It's like just release mm-hmm. it as a 3DS launch title, yeah. and and then yeah, PS3 Okami came out and like, okay, well this is really cool, but it's uh, 2012. PS4 is about to come out. Do yeah. I really want to play anything on my? And it's PS3? only on PS3, not yeah. not Xbox yeah. 360. Which is well, like, but now hey, five it. years later, they might finally get it on a PS4. Capcom is still being slow to yeah, go to yeah, PC. They, well, especially that era. They were really bad oh, then. Yeah. Oh, the ones yes, that even yeah. came out didn't work. <laughs> I think the last three years has been Japanese publishers finally realizing, oh, we could sell this on Steam? Is that what you call it? <laughs> oh, okay. Falcon, 1080p, that's the highest the it can go, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, well, one of the best, uh, one of the best with adapting it now too has been um, Spike Chunsoft. They, they really have gotten into it. I went to the first ever Spike Chunsoft party in America this year because they realized, like, oh wait, we can publish our own things. We don't need to license this to yeah. acclaim or to to Axis or to Atlas or to NIS, they can just publish it themselves. And they were able to start doing that and see the money for it by self-publishing on Steam. They're like, we did all the work on Danganronpa, but we couldn't publish a disc ourselves. We can just put all these on Steam and make all the money. And so, Falcom, too. They've been really yeah. good with that. They've been putting... I mean, they started as a PC company, mm-hmm. so they, they've probably been used to that since, like, the 80s, but they've been throwing everything on Steam, and it's And Sega awesome. finally got it, too. Like, yeah, 
Bayonetta yes, should be on here. That. Vanquish should be on here. Valkyria Chronicles, uh, Val- uh, the only good one, should be on here. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. Have you seen the Valkyria Revolution game? They keep hacking the price off it on Amazon. Like, look, it's thirteen bucks, please. Like, I keep thinking about buying you, it. I'm like, never, nah. no way. That first oh, one's that so bad? good. Yes, because more. the PSP one was okay. Yeah, no, the, the new it. one. Well, the new one is like I know you guys like the name Valkyria. But what if it was a bad action game with a, a, uh, okay. a lead character with giant boobs? What <laughs> if it don't was Don't forget that? the swords. Yes. Blech. Blech. <laughs> anyway, I, I just before we move on to the next thing, I just want to reiterate again, I really like the symbolism here and that you mm-hmm. are the sun goddess. You are being eclipsed. The eclipse steals all your powers and you have to fight to earn them back. It's it's a it's a nice metaphor. It's a beautiful way to end the game. Uh-huh. Yes, it is. It is a great ending for a gorgeous game. Yeah, yep. beautiful cell shading, good looking game. Mm-hmm. Even uh, on the Wii, it looked good. Who knows how good it's going to look on the PS4 if that is a real thing? I guess we'll find out. But uh, I'm willing to bet this won't be on PS4 anytime soon. Fantasy 7? No. Final Fantasy 8? Hmm. No. Final Fantasy 9? No. This, uh, this Breath of the Wild? Here, I'll uh, I'll play a little. Breath of the Wild would sound better. Uh, than yeah. That. It's not an eclipse in Breath of the Wild. Oh, it's not it's the blood, blood moon? moon? The blood moon. Not exactly an oh, eclipse. So no. blood is eclipsing the sun. It's a red moon. moon which comes out at night, which yeah, is not okay. something. It's not the moon covering the sun. It's uh. not an eclipse that contains the entire world, for example. Wait, it's Darkstalkers? Is no. Castlevania? Yes. Oh, Circle Dark of, of the, the Moon? Araya of Sorrow. Oh, okay. So, Aria wait, there's one called Aria. Dark of the Moon or Aria? something of the Circle of Aria. Aria. And that one isn't, doesn't have an eclipse, but this one does. I can't say yes. if it does or doesn't, but that yeah. one does, eh? Don't okay. they all have one? I feel Probably. like every Castlevania game has one at some point. Yeah. But anyway, this game <laughs> is uh, set in 2035 mm. during the first solar eclipse of the 21st century. What? Inaccurate. <laughs> is there even one schedule? Because the next one is, what, seven or eight years from now? I feel like the what next one after that has to be a long I thought time I saw Neil deGrasse Tyson say something snide. Of, like, he's having all the time. Who cares? Like, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? They're not rare. Fuck you. I've that didn't happen you. in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so Circle of the Moon follows a timeline of something epic in Castlevania that we never get to see and probably will never get to see. Probably that not. in 1999, uh, a bunch of like Alucard, uh, the Julius Belmont, Prince, the, and, yeah, Prince, uh, <laughs> Yoko Belnades, uh, Michael Jackson, all got together and defeated Dracula, but didn't kill him. They sealed away. His, well, I think they did finally kill him and seal away his castle inside an eclipse. Uh-huh. And so when the next eclipse happens, the castle comes back out. And Soma Cruz, uh, a, a, a normal teenager who likes mm. to wear fur coats in Japan. <laughs> Looks uh, like Ray Ayanami, I'd say. For kind of, yeah. yeah, like yeah. A, a dude, Ray Ayanami. <laughs> in, and again, a big fur-collared trench coat. Mm. Gets swept up into the eclipse along with his friend, uh, a shrine maiden, and the vampire hunters who killed Dracula originally. Mm. And he gets the power of domination. 
which lets him absorb the souls of the monsters he kills. And it turns out, oh, spoiler, he's Dracula. Uh, he's reincarnated Dracula as a course, teenager. And he course. rediscovers this. And what he does is kind of up to what you do in the castle. Uh, the canon ending is that he decides to renounce his evil past, and he's he's just going to be a normal teenager now who fights monsters in castles. Uh, he'll be a good guy. Uh, it's also powerful, possible that he can succumb to the dark power and become Dracula, and that is actually a much cooler ending uh, because it opens up another mode where you get to play through as Julius Belmont and kill him. Huh. Oh, so, that's Neo. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know. This Any is a game with multiple endings. <laughs> this one was GBA. The sequel, Dawn of Sorrow, was on yeah. DS. Any get it? <laughs> DS, Dawn of Sorrow? Oh. Oh. Any game with multiple endings now I can only picture in the uh, Shadow the Hedgehog sort of template. <laughs> like... I will fight all the vampires. This is who I am. <laughs> I'm just going to be a normal teenager and fight monsters. This is who I am. <laughs> uh, I like in the Shin Megami Tensei games to find out that usually the canon ending is everything goes back to normal. Instead yep. of like, you killed God and now everybody lives on the one island left on Earth. The mm. end. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, I think I have a clip from Shadow the Hedgehog, actually. Ah. Sonic Skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Eclipse <Not> the Moon. <laughs> I wish I'd played these. I couldn't get into the Castlevania the, uh, portable Man. games. It started off just too Man. dark and unseeable, and then I didn't. Well, yeah, you had to get a GBASP, mm -hmm. or just play under a lamp the whole time, or get oh, one of those terrible. magnifying light lenses. Oh. Yeah, I had I so many of those. Man. Game Boy Advance yeah. SP was like one of the best handhelds ever made, dude. It still is, man. Yeah. I still have mine. Actually, no, I think I just sold it when I sold it, all my if, stuff. If there was a Konami that actually liked money, it would have been mm -hmm. great if like they made a collection of all these. Oh, for, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. oh man, on the Vita on a, or, yeah. or the Switch or the 3DS. Man. Well, now Switch. Oh my god. You I can hold the Switch, Switch sideways and get both screens. I <laughs> want every game to be on the Switch now, really. Yeah. Like every... Dude, I can't play on anything else. Like, no. what's the point? The Switch is the best way to play video games. You <laughs> really is. put everything yeah. on it. It's like, it's how I felt about the Vita, but like triple. When I played the yeah. Vita, I was like, I wish more games were on this, but I didn't think, I, I wasn't disappointed when something was announced and wasn't on Vita, but now, anytime a new game is announced, I was like, but what about Switch? <laughs> Where's the Switch version? I yeah, it'd be good to put this on Switch. Was this the first Castlevania to be set in Japan or to sorry Japanese? I, I think so. It was the first modern Castlevania, mm. and yeah, Soma Cruz. I don't think with that name, he's Japanese. He might be an exchange student. I well, I would get. I he's mean, a Scientologist. He's, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a reincarnated um, like uh, yeah Transylvanian. He's a so. Dracular. <laughs> uh, but I think that definitely fits with how they made games in the early 2000s. Like, no, no, no. This is set in Japan, and you start. You, the lead character has to be a Wayne teen. Mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's why, like I said, they look like Rei Ayanami because it comes from the same school of design. Of like, this is how you draw a cute teen in, yeah. in yeah, manga skinny style. and long hair. And, mm -hmm. But and whiter, impeccable fashion sense. Yeah, I, I think of... Uh, Aria of Sorrow, Dawn of Sorrow as being like the bridging gap in Castlevania art styles because the first one was like all the character portraits appear like during cutscenes and they're much more traditional sort of like vaguely gothic uh, Castlevania style and then like the sequel is full on it's anime, anime. as fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Portrait of Ruin kept that same art style Order of Ecclesia I think 
it's one really that less anime, like when you play it now it's really like oh yeah this was an early DS game <laughs> like so there's yeah, a lot yeah, of like yeah. hey draw a picture real quick like oh, fu- oh god my hands don't work that way <laughs> I, I gotta pick the thing out and you, draw you gotta draw this picture to seal the demon away ah <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, man I bet that you know it was a really cool game and I, I really like that the castle like the the entire game like the castle doesn't come out of the eclipse yeah. you <clears throat> play through the entire game inside the eclipse I mean, if you're going to have a, a Castlevania DS game, you should at least be able to drop penis on the face of Dracula after you defeat him. You should. Yeah. You should. Just give him a big old, like, dildo and, unicorn and then forehead. when he wakes up and tries to go to a mirror to see what everyone's laughing at, mm-hmm. can't see it. Yeah. He, just <laughs> sees, he just sees the Sharpie floating. <laughs> well, yeah, it's wait a minute. Penis. Thing I is, have. since you're Dracula, you don't ever get to fight Dracula. You uh-huh. have to fight the giant demonic forms of people who are trying to claim the power of Dracula for themselves. How many people are Dracula now? Uh, I guess there's a couple, just, right? Just Dracula and Soma Cruz. And then oh, there's Alucard. Like that, no, Alucard was his son. Okay. Right. And then there's that kid in like the Nintendo 64 one who's <laughs> actually Dracula. Huh. Yeah. It's, uh, that, that game was weird. I don't think it's part of canon at all. <laughs> I don't remember it at all. No, but hey, there's you know on the YouTube channel for Laser Time, there's a whole video explaining the yeah. Castlevania timeline. Why Casually. not watch it oh, right Christ. now? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we'll talk about some new releases, some news, some other stuff. So stay tuned. <laughs> Get scratching. Thank you, fine folks, for listening. Hope you're not too bored. You know what the perfect solution is for being bored and always has been? Goddamn video games. <laughs> That's why this episode is brought to you by Gamefly. And just so you know, you listeners can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime and get started with a free 30-day trial of the service. What is Gamefly? It's like Netflix, but for games, you should know that by now. You create a queue. They ship out uh, two to three games to you. It's up to you. You play them for as long as you want, ship them back, and they'll just keep on shipping stuff from your queue. This is a great way to save money on not only playing a bunch of new releases, a bunch of old releases, because not only does Gamefly have over 8,000 titles ranging from PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, PS Vita, they go all the way back to the original Wii, the original Xbox, PS2 in certain cases. I know, right? And to sweeten the service even more, Gamefly allows you to buy a game back. Have you kept it out for a long time? Do you want to just keep it? Are you that settled into the multiplayer? You can buy that game back from Gamefly at an extremely reduced cost, and they'll send you the box and manual as if you purchased it anywhere else. Once again, you don't have to take my word for it. You can get started with a 30-day free trial for yourself by going to GameFlyOffer.com slash LazerTime. You like LazerTime shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, LazerTime's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. And so I, uh, I was camping a lot of the weekend. We had a couple friends like drop out in like the last week. So it ended up being us and then like Three couples that had two kids each. Actually, the the craziest thing that happened is that we saw a kid choke. Yeah. Well, he was like f- maybe three or four. Oh, man. And he walks up to the table. He starts by, like, belching. And we all laugh because it's like, <laughs> that's funny. A little kid belched. Yeah, a little kid burping. And after about two seconds, I hear, like, yelling. The kid is starting to turn purple. 
Oh my god. He's like in between two parents. One is putting their finger in his throat, and the other is slapping his back. Whoa. And is your brain like, oh my god, I don't want to be on this trip? I uh, yes, die. like this would be very bad. A, a four-year-old child dying right in front of in, you. in what was supposed to be a fun camping trip. It's like and a rescue brain, 911 episode. Your brain's immediately like, oh, I'm gonna have to talk about this on bonus time. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> he either swallowed it. I think he also like he might have thrown it up or whatever. Yeah. But so it was gone and like, so it's so weird how kids' brains function. Like he was hysterical crying for about. Eight seconds, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, my Peppa Pig toy!" Like, <laughs> just puts it right. Back and then, and then, he's, yeah, well, and, but then he's just like, "Oh, business as usual." Get bonus time, Laser Times weekly, full length, uncensored, and ad free Patreon exclusive podcasts, as well as full length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreoncom time starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And it's finally time for our second segment where we will not waste any time and instead jump straight into the phenomenon that is known by this theme song, which is, of course... Ah, <laughs> uh, Madden. There's a new... Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Everyone, everyone loves the new Madden. Uh, oh, yeah. They sing its songs. They pray to it. Madden yes. NFL 18... Goat edition. That's the last special edition where you, I guess, yeah. get bonus Madden cards. I mean, it stands for stuff. greatest of all time, mm. but it's also... I mean, it is the greatest uh, of all time yeah. since Madden 17. But it, it can also <laughs> climb on things and eat garbage. Yes. So. I pre-ordered the Goatsy edition. Oh. Nice. Doesn't I, have field goals. It's got a different I, thing. I hope, <laughs> it's, I hope it's Madden doing the Goatsy. Uh, <laughs> bam, look so, at this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I am surprised John Madden is still with us. He's, uh, I, I don't think he's appeared in one of those games in a while, but he's, I remember the last time he appeared in games like five years ago was like an Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, blue hologram. <laughs> just, but, uh, Use the Hail Mary, Jay Cutler. I then miss, he can just draw on anything. He can just draw on life. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but I, I miss when the NCAA games came out as like your preview to yeah. Madden and now, but unfortunately those players wanted money. And if there's one thing the uh. NCAA stands against, it's anyone making money but them. <laughs> and uh, it's it's some evil shit at the NCAA, man. Uh, like, let the students make money. Come on. The one thing, and I actually I downloaded it on uh, EA Access because you get 10 hours of a game for free on EA Access. And I downloaded Madden just because it has a story mode in it. Oh. And yeah. the one thing that will get me to play a sports game that I have no business playing, like NBA 2K blank <laughs> or... Uh, Madden, it's having a story mode, and this one is about a player who goes from high school football all the way to the NFL and the oh, Super Bowl, and it's like, neat. I would do that. Yeah. Does anybody talk about uh, to not hate their game? Yeah. Nobody don't says hate, that. Uh, don't hate my game. Oh, if only. Oh no! It's off the soundboard. That clip. That's more like it. No. Happy <laughs> haters, no. don't hate my game. There we go. <laughs> oh, I just looked it up. So John Madden's not in the games anymore, but they do get Frank Caliendo to come in and uh, <laughs> <laughs> do an impression. I, I, that's at least the one of ones he can do of just like otherwise he's like it's Seinfeld. He's put on some weight, but, uh, <laughs> but I think uh, I think Caliendo's lost some weight now at this point. But he's also Probably. one of those guys who you, I never see him in uh, doing comedy anywhere, but on like NFL. Yeah, he's on like he's one of the talking heads like in, on commercials or whatever. Yeah. Like in though, between, though he was really funny on. Uh, 
he was part of the joke on an episode of The Birthday Boys where they were like learning how to do comedy from Frank Caliendo and the joke was he's bad. And, and they was like, yeah, apparently he was like, yeah, I'll show up. Sure. I'll, I'll be made fun of. As One of the most uh, underrated sketch shows in the world. Birthday, Boys, Birthday Boys, yeah. yeah. yeah I think Go Boys Roofers. I think to get <laughs> back on the topic Goofy of video roofers. games. <laughs> video games. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 I think a story mode might lure me into a sports game. Also, I like what I think Sony and maybe a couple other people have done where like you have an alternate mode that posits that the sports teams are all like medieval armies, yeah, and it's all about like taking over other towns and uh, recruiting their players once they're defeated. Wow! Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so this is like mutant league football, but like kind of, for yeah. the modern age. Mm-hmm. Can you take a knee during the national anthem? Oh. You can take an arrow to the knee. Nah. <laughs> uh, no. What's that from? I don't get it. Yeah, is that a reference know. to a thing? I forget. I've never I'm gonna heard that. I'm gonna lay down a controversial opinion. I liked when Madden had that like cone of vision thing for mm. the quarterbacks. Mm. This was like one an innovation they did for one year QC, QB vision something QB like that vision. and it's like it makes sense like why is my if I if my quarterback is facing backwards and I press B to throw it to a guy who's like 40 yards away how how he do that I mean, like, that's just his gamesmanship, man. They're the best in yeah. the world. No, it, it, well, the, the, but the, a real quarterback has to be focused on the, the guy he's throwing to. The key to. thing is to wait until the quarterback's cone of vision is focused away from you. Then you mm-hmm. uh, jump out of your box and snap his neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, hit a wall and he'll be distracted. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, Uncharted The Lost Legacy is out this week. More like Uncharted The Low Metacritic Score. It's pretty good. Uh, it's by low, Uncharted standards, it's yeah. low. But it's, high 80s is pretty good it's, by current well, it's in Metacritic the high, standards. I heard it was, wasn't getting good reviews. I guess I'm wrong. But it's like not... Yeah, like most Gears games are 90s. And this is just... I think it's... They have the the, en- the engine. They want to make more mm. of a story. Yeah. More... Well, no, yeah. well, I mean, this is, this is sort of like... It could have probably been marketed as DLC. Yeah, it's currently sitting at 85. It, it seems to me yeah, like... It's kind of like... It's kind of like, like, yeah. like I mean, it is, it is a yeah. shorter adventure. And I mean... It is, uh, I, I think, like, you get an Uncharted game, you should expect two things. Yeah. It should be really pretty, and it should be a lot of fun to play. And what I've played of this so far satisfies both of those. Yeah, yeah. no. So, I, and it's, it's is focused. It, is it 60 bucks, or no, is it like 40? 40, 40, 40. Oh, 40. Yeah. Okay, then. It's, uh, yeah. it's supposed to be about seven hours long, which mm-hmm. okay, uh, so for an Uncharted is it, is game. It short, is, is it shorter than the normal Uncharted game? Uncharted is usually like 8 to 10. Like, uh, yeah, okay. Uncharted's not a long I, game. I felt some Uncharted's were like 14. They, yeah. Like, two, I, I felt like it was like 14 yeah. hours. Two's probably the longest. And this is Chloe and The dangerous Sheila Chloe is back, yeah. No, I'm glad she's back, and I I think it's sad that once again, like, well, it's time for the female-led one. It's a DLC game. <laughs> well, it's well, standalone it's DLC. Standalone. You yeah. can you can buy a box copy of it actually. Yeah. Can you? Yeah, yes. I think so nice. Uh, but that I saw it today when I went to get my Super NES. Hmm. I think it's good that they you know they, everybody should be making more mid-level type games. Yeah. It it reminds me of Hellblade, you know, a few yeah. weeks ago too. Yeah, that came which out was of thirty. Just, yeah, it was thirty. That like not every game has to be a sixty dollar package that has every single thing. I I'd like consumers to be retrained to be like, yeah. I will pay thirty dollars for five hours of a triple A experience yeah. or something like With that. No padding and it's just fun yeah. for the entire time. Instead That's what I've wanted my whole life. 
Like I love when a game is. I I love a one sitting game, one or two sittings. Yeah. Like when I buy a game, even at full price, which I never ever do. But like when I sit down for a game and I get a full experience, like watching a movie, mm-hmm. especially if I have like a day off or whatever. Like I think that's the best. Well, and yeah. as I get older, a five hour game is much more appealing to me. Modern yeah, Warfare exactly. Two was a game that I just played through in one sitting overnight, and yeah. like I still think that was one of the best experiences. Yeah. The I got shit to do for me. All yes. I want are like like six to seven hour games that are thirty to forty dollars each. And indie games that are fifteen dollars, I somehow play for four hundred hours each. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be Enter the Gungeon yeah. in J- uh, Friday Thirteenth. I'm sorry to say I haven't <laughs> played this game yet either. I, I've I've got a, quite a stack of shame uh, growing for this yep. year. Of, but it, it it looks beautiful. I really love Chloe yeah. in uh, in her previous I mean, Uncharted this is, appearances. This is the same level of detail that you're used to. It's the same engine of Uncharted mm-hmm. Four. It's the same gameplay in that you can do things like use the grappling hook. And other things that you've probably forgotten about by now, because how long ago was Uncharted Four, really? Though I also hope this follows the model of the Last of Us deal standalone DLC and has uh, girls kissing in it too. I want, Ooh. I want oh, a queer love story know. between Maybe these two. Maybe I haven't two. gotten to that point. Mm-hmm. Well, it could be a Wait, last ne- real. Reveal. Oh, neither of these girls are the ones that play Crash Bandicoot on the couch with no. Nathan Drake. No, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, that's Elena. Okay, I, I've well, I've played zero Uncharted, and games, one of so. them was a major Whoa. heavy in yeah. Uncharted Four. So. Well, but Chloe was a, yeah, and Chloe was his fuck buddy in two. Oh, they they yeah. had, had history, and he's like, I want a fun girl. And that's she's what, the that's femme fatale. She, um, she's yes. the one that you're like, she could kill me at any moment, but she's also helping me. But so I'm never Chloe quite sure. is the Kate Capshaw. Uh, the blonde girl mm-hmm. is the uh, Marion, whatever. Well, you're supposed okay, to think okay. Elena's yeah. not coming back in two, and then when um, she does, you're like, oh, okay, true. cool. But Yeah, and, and it, like it's a Bond girl sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. Well, and Chloe is also kind of a off-brand Lara Croft, the Australian Lara Croft. Maybe a little mm-hmm. bit. She also, uh, especially in this one, she kind of has Nathan Drake's quippiness, too. Mm-hmm. Like in, in one of the early levels, Nadine actually asks her, are you always this talkative on jobs? <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> Was, at one point, she's like, they they go through a bunch of hell, and uh, Chloe's like, "Well, that wasn't so bad." <laughs> what? It wasn't. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a cute little one liner. <laughs> no, I'll I'll play it again. That it's uh, it's beatability is interesting to me. I like that. Mm-hmm. But I won't play forty bucks for it. I'll wait till it's on PlayStation. Well, Plus. I mean, if you pre-ordered it, and I have no idea if this is continuing past the pre-order phase, but I did, and I wasn't expecting to get Jack and Daxter. The Precursor Legacy Whoa. for free, oh, which also came nice. out today, ah. this week. Um, on PS4? Yes. With coffees? Yeah, it was like a big surprise to a lot of people. So. I saw yeah, them tweeting like, wait, right. there's a fucking Jack and Daxter yeah. special edition coming I out? Didn't, like, also, this is, wasn't out already? I'm kind of shocked. I, I think it, they had a collection on the PS3. PS3 one came so out I guess it's just ago. like a little bit more up but you got trophies, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean, it, the it is the original game. It animates very smoothly. Uh, I, I will say it doesn't look wonderful on a 4K TV. <laughs> is the PSB one in there? Uh, no. Jack? Mm-hmm. No? All right. You're thinking of Daxter. <laughs> Daxter. Yeah. That's what I meant. But the that, smaller one. That does need to come out <laughs> on, in some form someday, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, because who's got a PSP? <laughs> but uh, I do. No, I just got rid of it. <laughs> God, I sold so many of my video <laughs> games. Something that came out, it wasn't this week, but it was uh, last week and the week before that, but they're both similar sort of games, is uh, two weeks ago, Use Your Words came out on Switch, and we have a laser time that's all about us interviewing Julian Spillane, who is the mm-hmm. co-founder of the company that made that. Smiling Booty. Yeah, Smiling Booty Games. And uh, he also 
was one of the developers of uh, X Men Destiny at Silicon Knights. So it's an interesting, which was just re released on the PS4. Really? No, no way. No. No, you'll yeah, never see this. That game legally can't exist that, anymore. Yeah. That game is exclusive to if, garbage. If, if you have a copy, you <laughs> have legally to send mandated it to, to be, yes. Epic Games for recall. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's, it's radioactive an, now. Yeah, it's an interesting interview with a guy who went from like the lowest low. Which is like working at a big publisher or big developer on a game that they know is going to fail and that is eventually taken off of store shelves to working Oof. on an indie game that is kind of becoming a darling, at least to us at here at Laser Time. Because mm-hmm. we love user words. We play it a lot. We play it every month with our Patreon uh, subscribers, but we're also going to be doing a stream of it this week. Uh, it's my favorite of those games. Yes. Of those, like, on, you know, yeah, fun I, multiplayer. I like that it's more directed uh, joke yeah, yeah. Be, uh, creation instead mm-hmm. of just like. Uh, you know, here's a here's a setup. Give us a punchline. It's yeah. it's much more. Crap. I love yeah. the aesthetic yeah. of it. Like, the, vi- I, yeah, the way vid- it looks. Yeah, so the much video fun. stuff is like it's the closest that games have come to make being able to make MST3K style jokes because it's yeah. like yeah. weird old movie. You make the punchline to it, except um, for the time that the MST3K guys made fun of like Parappa the Rapper and Sony commercials really? on that demo disc. Oh, do yep. you don't know about oh this? Yeah, dude, look this. it up on YouTube. It's wow. great. Huh. It's true. Uh, Sony and, like contracted yeah. them to make fun of their commercials on a demo disc. It's wow. awesome. Uh, but yeah, to that same extent, uh, the first two Jackbox Party Packs also came out on Switch. So now every mm. Jackbox Party Pack is there so you can play every Fibbage, every Quiplash, and the other things that are on those collections. Well, now it's Dave's turn to shine as we move on to... <laughs> Take my advice and do as I say Save a little money for a rainy day What are you buying? All right, so I had some good feedback from the last time I did game deals, so I feel a little bit more confident All right. in this week's Dame Deals. Oh. I, should it. Say oh, yeah, I messed it up again. Chris Antista isn't here to do this because yeah. he's dead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He looked at the sun too long, he so did. he's dead. He, he died in Idaho. He wasn't as tough. He died among the potatoes. He wasn't yeah. as tough as our president uh-huh. when looking at the sun. <laughs> uh, so PlayStation... No one is. <laughs> He's the toughest guy. There's the uh, PlayStation. Carlson said so. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. There's the PlayStation Blog 10 year anniversary sale, hmm. which gives you uh, one third off of games like Axiom Verge, Firewatch, uh, Last of Us Remastered, Unfinished Swan, and Transistor, and a bunch of other games. But unlike most uh, PlayStation sales, you have to enter a code. So this is me testing my drunkenness level. If you enter the code ELR6CK. F four P nine at checkout, you get that thirty three percent off. Oh, okay, wow. nice. I was not aware of this. A yes. bunch of good games. If you've missed that, just press the rewind button. Mm-hmm. Uh, the <laughs> Xbox deals with gold that run until uh, Tuesday, August 29th. Include Bioshock the Collection for thirty dollars, EA Sports UFC two for ten dollars, Prey for thirty dollars, uh, Need for Speed from twenty fifteen is five dollars. And uh, Evil Within is also $5. Bioshock's on sale a bunch of places, right? Because of the anniversary? It is the 10th anniversary, yep. so yes. Wow. It's also on Can s- you believe yes. it? It's also mm. on sale at uh, Best Buy. We're all dying. Uh, Best Buy has Final Fantasy XV, XCOM 2 console versions, and Bioshock the Collection for $30 each. If you have Gamers Club Unlocked, you get them for $24 each. Mm. And also Mafia 3... For $20 or $16 if you're a Gamers Club Unlocked uh, member. And that's a great deal because Mafia 3 is, like, super cool. Yeah, you get to look at all those Playboys. It's It, oh, yeah. it still has the Playboys, but, like, <laughs> Mafia 3 is, like, 
It's a way different open world game than most open world games. See all those classic nineteen sixties boobs. Yes. Man. Yes. Well, if the th- the interest the thing that makes that interesting is that it's not just the boobs. You can actually read vintage Playboy <laughs> articles about like crazy ass billionaire oil barons and yeah. uh, this interview with <laughs> the, the Beatles. Beatles. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, the new, uh, Humble Bundle is the Humble Spooky Horror Bundle, which includes, uh, if you pay any price, you get Dead Age, Dread Out, Keepers of the Dark, and Lakeview Cabin Collection. If you pay- a second. Show of hands. Who's heard of any of those games? Sorry, yeah, I I hadn't either. But, uh, when you pay more than the average, you start to get games that people have heard of, Mm -hmm. uh, which include Layers of Fear, Alien Isolation... And Five Nights at Freddy's Sister Location, mm. but yeah, right now the the average right. is six fifty. So six fifty for those three games is Dead, not bad. Dead by Daylight is one of those too, isn't it? Dead by Daylight. If you pay more than ten dollars, ah. you get that game, and that is a great price. price Highway for, robbery. No, for, really. great no, price for Dead price. by Daylight. Yeah. I I really like playing that on PS4. It's a great I, price for Dead by Daylight by itself, and you get the rest of them. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, and last, and certainly not least. Target has a gives you a free ten dollar gift card when you buy Madden NFL eighteen and a bag of Doritos. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All you yeah. have to do is suffer the indignity of being a, a gamer stereotype when you go to the uh, register. I bury it under I, toilet paper. But hey, I don't have to also buy a case of Mountain Dew. So no, yeah. just Doritos. Hmm. You don't have to buy a body pillow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only if I can fuck it. Oh, and also GameStop. You can fuck if you try hard enough. At yeah. GameStop, you can get the SNES Classic and a uh, big bowl of chili for three hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we? That sounds like a good reason to go into news, yes. doesn't Hang it? on. Yeah. Everything in its proper order. <laughs> Take my advice, do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. Thank you! All right. Clad and full, no interruptions, nobody talking over it. Just appreciate the purity of the sound effect. I miss Anne. <laughs> well, in the time that took, Me the too. Super NES Classic has gone out of print again. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we talked a shit ton about it at the beginning of the show, but the Super NES Classic pre-orders went live this week in like staggered order yeah. and immediately went out of uh sold out yeah. instantly pretty much every retailer it, it had made, it for a hot minute yeah it and it made a lot of people upset that all this stuff happened really late at night like if i yep. hadn't been up at like midnight i wouldn't have seen mm-hmm. that uh, yeah that's that's how i saw the best buy one mm-hmm. and uh, but actually like i there were other people who were up till 2 a.m. for oh. when the when a rogue amazon listing went up for which is some people got it then that's when wario 64 went to sleep which again i'm going to tell you guys follow wario 64 on twitter he'll give you the updates on it but uh even some people have reacted to say like toys r us says they will there will be no pre-orders you will buy them on the uh, 29th when it is out Mm. they are no pre-orders they're gonna that would involve me going into their stores no i actually don't i would feel like a huge creep doing that i believe it is september 29th 29th? uh, yeah and uh and then also I believe Amazon really hasn't sold any more since the the one at night. Like, well, meanwhile, we got it from Best Buy. Target had some up. GameStop had some up, yeah. and they all went fast. If you don't live in America, or I saw the Canadians were extra screwed. I saw Canadians saying like, "I can't even order these at all," and yeah. and then finding out like in uh, Quebec. 
they're not even selling it, period, they because they French. Wrong. Yep, can't get the French in it, so it's uh, it's sad. It's real sad for the, the poor Quebecois. Vive J. Sherman. Europe did get a new 3DS announced today. Did you see that? Oh, no, I didn't it's see only that. Only in Europe so far. I've yeah, they got a uh, Super Nintendo. Oh, uh, yeah. Like well, it's on like the back. Famicom. Lo- Super yeah, so Famicom. It looks like the, the English right? one, which looks like. Or not uh, the European one that looks like yeah. the Super yeah. Famicom. They got the, the better, better one. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Instead of our. Look, I, I love our little purple square that we got here, but mm-hmm. I'd rather have these smooth lines yeah. and multicolors. I love of the weird SMC. VCR that we got. Yeah. To make it look like a VCR. So, yes, good luck to all of you trying to get this $80 thing for $80. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Gamescom has been uh, going on, and there were actually a bunch of announcements. Uh, first off the top was Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition, which is a phone version of the Final Fantasy XV game retelling its main story, but everybody is cutesy, chibi, chibi-fied. Huh. But with the in the trailer, they show this is your first mission in Final Fantasy XV, here it is again, but everybody looks extra cutesy. And, so uh, better. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I love Final Fantasy fifteen. I thought it was really good. But uh, this is now it in a phone version, which to me it feels like Square Enix's usual thing of like, well, how are we going to sell this on a phone? Who fucking cares? Like, well, they care. <laughs> like, everything's got to be on a phone. Does it like, look good or is it ugly? I mean, it's... I, I, I wish they were squatter. I wish they looked exactly like the chibi versions of Final Fantasy characters in the remakes of 3 and 4. It's not exactly that. Huh. They're yeah, a little lankier. Uh, yeah. It's not quite like World of Final Fantasy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but, look at that. That's weird. They're sort mm-hmm. of like... It's it's more like Disney Infinity versions. Yeah, I, I'm not super big on it, but... Oh, the, but oh my also, god, Gladiolus looks horrifying. Oh, Gladiolus' face is squished. It is. Wow. He lost his jaw. Uh, but... This also came in the news that Final Fantasy 15 will be coming to PC next year. Mm. It's better than never, but like I'm sorry, almost it's two called years. Final Fantasy 15 Windows Edition. What? It's uh, also <laughs> coming to Windows. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, well, and speaking of uh, Japanese oddities, Shenmue 3, mm. a game I still ki- per, uh, <laughs> persistently say it does not exist. Oh, no, yeah. I did not kickstart it. Oh, really? Because I, 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 I yeah. kickstarted it, and then uh, three days later, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I'll never get this. And I canceled my pre- pre-order. Uh, and I'll buy it if it ever comes out in 2023. <laughs> But this game, like, the the trailer, though, didn't got, look so great. It, yeah, it got mocked, which I can understand it's because unfinished. The, the first yes. two, but also, yeah, the first two Shenmue's were, like, landmark games in terms of, like, facial capture and, and shit like that. But Shenmue 3 is a game that, granted, it was one of the most popular Kickstarted games ever. Mm-hmm. Made like I think like what four or five million there. Yeah, over oh, four million. And, which and, and imagine got, if all those people had bought Shenmue too. And mm-hmm. I imagine like uh, Sony and Deep Silver have probably forked over some money too. Yeah. But to make a game that looks like what you want Shenmue three to be would cost tens of millions yeah, of dollars. Of, I think it. I, I think it looks fine. It just they haven't animated the faces yet. Yeah, because like the problem. this isn't like a Hellblade situation where it's like that game looks gorgeous, but you are in a tube. Being sent from location to location. Yeah. Shenmue is you are in an open world and there is a city full of people. And on to the- make a sequel, it ha- to be true to the spirit, yeah. it has to be an open world game. Yeah, you can make a smaller town, but it has to be open world. And yeah. and it's also just a bad thing for the Shenmue series that like 
Yakuza is better, and it just Yakuza it all, is everything Shenmue. Should yeah, be. they Yakuza was the completion of Shenmue. They're like, what if we made a more popular Shenmue that wasn't like goofy? Yeah. I used to write for a Sega fan site, and mm. I wrote several articles about that exact thing, and got yeah. a lot of shit from people. Yeah. But also, so I so at the same time, this Bloodstained and Ukulele were all announced for Kickstarter like within a couple weeks mm-hmm. of each other, mm-hmm. and I kickstarted all three of them for the level at like physical edition, which is like a hundred bucks each. Yeah, and I was like, I gotta cancel one of these, and I canceled Ukulele, the one I was like, this will <laughs> never happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, the other two like are never Bloodstained's not coming out. Yeah. <laughs> it, it I, probably will. They they did it demo. will at some point. Demo's yeah, okay. Well, I trust Koji Igarashi to finish the game. Well, yeah. I, I trust the people he's working with to finish a game for him. Yeah, him but, maybe not. But that's also the thing. Like Yu Suzuki hasn't directed a game since like I was in high school. He hasn't, <laughs> uh, he, and so it's well, that's almost too extreme. But he, <laughs> uh, but that he he hasn't made a modern game. Will you give Yu Suzuki, Yu Suzuki like okay, you were making this game on the Unreal Engine, the what engine? <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I give everyone giant? eyebrows. Well, and he's also... I worry that Which you... Which streamcast are we on? Giant Six, seven. Angry Eyebrows. Yu Suzuki was used to having literally a blank check from Sega to spend all the money he wanted on something. It was... It's something that especially made me worried after Mighty Number no. 9 was clearly KG and Afuni realizing, oh, without a publisher, I can't just ask for more money. And I worry Yu Suzuki will have a similar situation... Uh, with this, but that trailer, I mean, there's been worse looking trailers. It wasn't that bad. Well, you brought up Yakuza in relation to Shenmue 3. There's yes. also some Yakuza news. Ooh. Which is, uh, well, we knew can about I get a Yakuza koozie. But they confirmed that yeah, Yakuza 6 is coming to the U.S. in 2018. Yes. Yakuza 6 Song of Life. Mm, well, Not- so we got we got five, we got Kiwami. Yeah, Kiwami's yeah. coming out when? Like next week, yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's real yeah. soon. Which is also weird that like, oh wait, not just Kawami. We also got the uh, the zero, didn't that? We? That came out a couple months ago. Yeah. It's like Jesus th- Christ, we had no Yakuza games for five years in yeah. America, and now we have like three in the same year. Yeah, and Yakuza Five was is it's trapped on my PS3, and it was yep. one of the, like those Okami situations where it's like. Couldn't you just wait a couple months and like have someone work on up, upresing this for PS4 or whatever? Oh, I mean, it was PS4 was already uh, well into its life cycle by the time Yakuza yeah. Five came out. Yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah. It, the official release date is March twentieth, twenty eighteen, for Yakuza Six: The Song of Life. I'm not going to play Kiwami. I do want to play Zero to be in the eighties, and I'm going to wait till Six yeah. because Six is like. It'll be the best version of walking around in modern day Japan, yeah. which I just love. Like that, beyond all the other stuff Yakuza does, it's just like modern I want to just walk Kamaru around show and nowhere else. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, I want to walk around Switch, with Jim Megami Tensei game. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! Out. And yeah. well, well, the the thing is, Yakuza Zero and Persona Five both have such similar vibes, and like mm-hmm. oh, you're in this neighborhood that you can explore as an open world, but uh, mm-hmm. leaving is yeah. somewhat different. But man, this has been like. An insane month for Sega. Like Sega, at the beginning of the year, wouldn't I would have been surprised like if they had any noteworthy games. But they have like a, in my game. opinion, game of the year contender in Sonic Mania. Ooh, come on! I I, I really like. I've I really, really liked good. it this far. You're, you're- you're top, all right, bonkers, top, top ten game. It's in the top ten of my game of the year contenders. It's maybe not going to be I'd the winner, but it's yeah. in the top ten. Fine, uh, it's not going to be like Zelda or something. But two, it's, like, it's really two Yakuza good. games with a third one coming like early in the next year. That's insane. Like for a company mm. that I had written off like a year and a half ago as like the next Konami. 
That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, yeah. when they shut down all their, uh, you know, when they shut down all their Japanese games from ever coming here, yeah. and they're just like, no, we're going to focus on these weird PC things. Like, it just it seemed pretty dire, and it also seemed like we'd never have a good Sonic game. And the secret to finally getting a good Sonic game was to have Sonic Team not make it. <laughs> but uh, it also Yakuza Six has like. A half dozen of my favorite pro wrestlers from New Japan Pro oh, Wrestling. Oh, that's the one. Naito, Okada, Tanahashi, Toriyano, all of them. All the favorites are there. <laughs> uh, well, in Relic, meanwhile, they're making Age of Empires 4, which I'm excited that Age of Empires is coming yeah. back. I had a good time. I liked those turn-based strategy games. I mean... It would never supplant Civ for me as the game I would go to first, but it was always, once I got tired of Civ, if it was like, eh, I stopped playing Civ a yeah. year ago, okay, anyway, AoE is out, I'll play that, sure. Uh, and so it's exciting for that. There's also yeah. customizable cats and dogs in Sim 4. What? Ooh, <laughs> Dave collected this Sorry. One there. They, they had, that was one of the big highlights of Gamescom, is that mm-hmm. they had a... Instagram popular dog go on stage for the Sims 4 uh, oh Cats God. and Dogs. And it's so cute. It's like a dog that has like a square face. Uh, I forget the actual name. Uh, well, and also Fear Effect is getting a remake for mm. PC Holy next shit. year. But I don't... It's not cel-shaded. That first yeah. image what? they show. It's like, dude, it's supposed to be cel-shaded. It's I hope cel-shaded. they remake those ads. <laughs> yeah. This game is filthy as fuck. Yeah. These girls jack off to These this. girls are gonna fuck each other, <laughs> but not really. They'll just sort of kiss at one point and then the camera will cut away. Rub this game on your dick. <laughs> what if girls kissed the game? <laughs> well, like, they, I remember that those ads made it, like, really overt. Like, these girls are lesbians. That <laughs> yes. is super hot. And, like... Well, maybe uh, it's never entirely clear. Like mm-hmm. they kiss, but is it just to distract these guards that are watching them on mm-hmm. camera? Well, back then it was like, oh, if it if they are explicitly lesbians, we might get an AO rating. So sure, mm-hmm. yes, late nineties, whatever. <laughs> what a long like that wasn't that long ago, huh? Uh, also, everybody's favorite Brink. You remember Brink, right? Of course, it's soon going to be free to play on ah, Steam. Wow. Disney Channel original movie. I love it. <laughs> Hope to do punks. Uh, it was and, the uh, the parkour shooter, right? Yes, yeah. Okay, that, that it, I just remember it is one of the last games Tyler Wilde reviewed before leaving us for PC yep. Gamer, mm. and uh, we all joked like Brink, more like Stink, which is me <laughs> stealing a line from the critic. But about Blink, more like Stink. Uh, they also finally gave us some real details on the Xbox One X and opened up pre-orders and like, hey, good luck with that, brah. Well, I mean, <sighs> the one thing that will sell out probably is there's a Project Scorpio limited edition, aka I was stupid enough to buy this on day one edition of <laughs> Xbox One X. I which already is like, have a day one edition Xbox One. I know. One. Yeah. My controller says that and it it's tells everybody me as an I'm idiot. stupid. And yeah. I'm like... Yeah, to to quote uh, uh, George W. Bush, can't get fooled again. <laughs> I I will eventually yeah. get an Xbox One X, but I'm not getting it on day F- launch F- day. Fool me once, uh, can't can't can't, can't get fooled again. Uh, and they also not just the Project Scorpio edition, but they also for the kitties have the Minecraft edition, which oh the Xbox One X. They, yeah, they're really pushing hard that thing. Like, okay, we got to have a, Mi- a Minecraft is what the kids love. Yeah, it explodes uh, and, if you touch it. <laughs> uh, and Crackdown Three, meanwhile, not even coming out this year, 2018. Mm. Whatever. There's no Xbox One games. It's dead. There's, it's over. Like, like there's. Besides, I think Switch has like the best console exclusives for the rest of the year. Oh yeah, like, 
Mario, Zelda. Well, and all the PlayStation 4 stuff's next year, too. Like, you're not playing God of War this year. You're not playing Spider-Man this year. Or, and if you're going to play Days Gone, I wouldn't give a shit. But uh, (laughs) how can people be excited for that? I mean, really. Like, it is like the most Z-grade looking of, hey, we have zombies, too. Anything else? Mm, Zombies. (laughs) If they put that song in it, Days Gone By, I'll be excited. (sighs) I feel like we first saw Crackdown three in like 2013. So yeah, like, yeah, that's one of those. Yeah, I think so. I, I remember moments. like uh, about a year into the Xbox One's life cycle. I remember like making a tweet after seeing E three. Xbox, order me the new Xbox One, the one that plays Phantom Dust and Crackdown, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft uh, should crack down on that development team uh, and get them to finish a game. Uh, and uh, also, ReCore is getting a definitive edition, so hey, oh, that's wow. good. Like. Uh, you know, that game wasn't exactly yeah. complete, I had heard, when it yeah. came out. Yeah. But it had a nice... It obvious, It has to be the best game KG Inafune has been involved in since leaving Capcom, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, outside of the Gamescom news, though, there was probably some PlayStation reveals after this mm-hmm. was recorded. Uh, but of the non-PlayStation news... Put a pin in Mass Effect Andromeda because it is done. Uh, BioWare mm. Re- Montreal, aka EA Montreal, released an update of like, yeah, this we're done. We've done every yeah. update. They're, all the single player story stuff is over. And no they, DLC. No more. Yeah, mul- some multiplayer DLC, but no story DLC. Just it was a very sad. They're like, we're proud of what we've done, and we appreciate what this community's built with us. Yeah, there will be no more of this. We <laughs> were, we've all moved to the Anthem building. Yeah. Piss boy Which, commenters win. I well, it's look, I mean that's go read your three I, paragraph comments somewhere else. I <laughs> I only got like three hours into Mass Effect Andromeda, but it's one of those games like I will get to it eventually because I love the first three Mass Effect games. But what I also love about Mass Effect games is. The DLC, like yeah. the, the, all the single player DM, DLC, and just about every single Mass Effect game I've played and enjoyed. No, they're it's awesome like a great that, little, yeah. like yeah, it's a great little. Extra What's that chapter. one in Mass Effect Two where you just unlock the Wikipedia for Mass Effect? Oh, that one I don't know. The one with the, a Shadow Broker. Yeah, the oh, Shadow yeah, Broker. yeah, it's like you beat the DLC now. You just get to read whatever, read a whole novel about Mass Effect. Yeah, and you where just you get stand to there for hours. sleep with uh, Liara again. I mean, I Liara becomes the anybody. Shadow Broker. Yes. I remember, yeah. yeah. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> it's been it's been seven <laughs> years. If you haven't played it yet, it's been yeah. So I'd be okay. They take off three years of Mass Effect and then just announce Mass Effect 4. Like, you're definitely getting the return of Shepard in the next game. I'm telling you that for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Like, be ready it's the only way it. to get people interested again. Yep. And I bet there'll be a one-off line in it of like, what happened in Andromeda? Nobody cared. Okay. <laughs> that's they, uh, they have those kind of self-aware references in their mm-hmm. games there. Uh, but that's it for the news for right now. Nintendo didn't really have any other news. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo has PayPal payments now on the Switch Ooh. eShop, so mm-hmm. that's cool, right? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I can't wait for next week with the Rabbids, baby. Oh, man. So so excited for that. As as someone who works with that company. <laughs> Full disclosure. Uh, Chill. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> oh, that's another thing that I forgot. Uh, also this week, uh, the XCOM 2... I forget the name of the DLC add-on new game, sort of. War of the Chosen, I think it's called. Yeah. Uh, that it's still coming out on PC next week, but they delayed the console versions to September twelfth, hmm. which is still like that isn't like I was in, I was astonished that they were originally planning on putting them all out on all three platforms on the same day because the console versions always lag behind the PC version, like XCOM at the XCOM uh, Enemy Within, XCOM two. They all came out way later on PS four or 
PlayStation and Xbox. This is true. And that they thought that they were going to get them all out on the platforms at the same time was pretty impressive. But it's like two weeks, which mm-hmm. is still insane. You mentioned XCOM 2. It just makes me sad because I put in... I put in like a couple dozen hours into it, and then I just hit the wall of like I can't beat this it fucking map. Is, like it's too hard. It, it, but it's I refuse way more to punishing. turn down. Yeah. I refuse to turn down the difficulty. It's way more punishing than like XCOM One is because yeah. like it's so many ways you can fail mm. and and just dig yourself into like way too big a hole. Yeah, and eventually I just like I got other games I can play. Mm. I don't need this. Yeah. I got to a point in XCOM Two where I only have two operatives I care about, <laughs> and they're the ones that like had survived a bunch of battles, and then like. I named one Rambo, and then I realized, like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I can turn these two guys that have this weird bond into, like, Contra characters. So now they're Bill Riser and uh, <laughs> Lance Bean. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, let's move on to the community segment, which, as usual, is segmenting our community. No, I'm just kidding. You're all very united. <laughs> uh, in answering last week's question of the week, which was... What's your favorite Sonic game of all time? You guys weren't here last week. Do you mm. have an answer? Yeah, I guess so. Um, say Sonic 2. I'd say Sonic yeah. 2. It's my favorite. I CD used to be my favorite, but when I re-explored it for the re-release, I was like, man, this, this, this whiff said a few things that I'm not the biggest fan of. Well, meanwhile, Sonic 2 is just like... Just straight candy to my yeah. eyes. Like that's that's what I love about. <laughs> I it. love this gamer did anoint it as the best Sonic game of all time. Uh, I, agree with that. I do love that they keep the same weird aspect ratio for <laughs> multiplayer in Sonic Mania, where it's like this ain't right, <laughs> but it still as feels kid, natural. I was like why? Like why yeah. would you do this? <laughs> there must be some some limitation of the Genesis thing. Um, if we're going by like how it affected me and hours yes. I put into it, mm-hmm. uh, it's got to be. I know it's terrible, but Sonic Adventure Two, man. Like I got oh, every really? Chow Garden. I hate I your got, youth. Boo. I got every kind of Chow. I was nine years old, Hank. Uh, <laughs> I got every kind of Chow. I got every Chow Garden. Put probably a hundred hours into it. But Ugh. the best 2D Sonic game, the secret best 2D Sonic game, is Sonic Pocket Adventure for the Neo Geo Pocket Color. Ooh, that game wow. is so wow. good because it's a remix Sonic 2. Right. It's Sonic 2, but they changed Whoa. a bunch of stuff. Hmm. I've actually, I want to ask you and Chris, I want to stream it. I, I want to do like, this is the secret best Sonic game. It's great. If someone bothered to make a, a Neo to, Geo Pocket yeah. uh, emulator. There's, a, there's an emulator. I'm yeah. certain yeah. there's an it's okay. emulator. Yeah. Yeah. If there's an emulator, it's okay. Um, I I got rid of my Neo Geo Pocket Color a while ago, but like that thing is like yeah. the best thing. I love. And I, it. I love the boot screen for that. Yeah, Shaky little uh, ditty. Yeah. Oh my god, it's great. But that is what I love about Mania that it feels it was made by people who remember Sonic yeah. and make a game like the Sonic you remember, not like what the Sonic team feels the Sonic game is supposed to be. Yeah, yep. he's got to have a sword, like the Black Knight. <laughs> Uh, well, the first respondent in the forums was Red Rock nine six three, and she said, "She said, are we sure? Think we have actual girls here? Uh, I don't believe. Sorry, <laughs> mine has got to be Sonic three and Knuckles. I is it Sonic three or Sonic three and Knuckles? Well, well when you plug, yeah. they're basically yeah, right. two oh, okay. games. Tower of Power. One, yeah, yeah. I thought Sonic and Knuckles were separate, but yeah, that's Sonic any Genesis okay. game you plug into the Knuckles yeah, cartridge right. is blank. You put and Knuckles. Sonic three into Sonic so, and Knuckles. So Chikan and Knuckles. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> General Chaos and Knuckles. <laughs> the Ooze and Knuckles. E SWAT and Knuckles. NBA Live '94 and Knuckles. <laughs> Goes on and on. Toe Jam and Earl and Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, we're I'd, not topping that. I'd buy that on a t-shirt. Uh, Fuck yeah! Oh my god, laser anyway, shirt store. She says, "I'll never forget the first time I played it. My parents won tickets to a comedy club, and I couldn't go because it was twenty-one and over." <laughs> that Friday, I got home from school, and my dad told me that because of their outing, I could rent a game to play all night and order my own pizza. Oh, Sonic woo. and Knuckles was what I rented, and that evening was pure bliss. Hmm. The entire house to myself. A Hawaiian pizza just for me. Gross. And the newest you, Sonic game on the big TV. 12-year-old me was in hedgehog heaven. <laughs> that does sound like a dream. I mm. do love that. Uh, JGangsta187 said, Going with the overlooked Wii U jam, Sonic, Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 <laughs> Olympic wow. Games. It's got a great roster of awful Sonic characters. Everybody loves Zavox and Zaz competing in absurd Olympic events. Metal Sonic and Shadow performing baton twirling rhythmic (laughs) gymnastic routines are fucking superb. Rugby is easily the best event in a game and might be the most fun rugby in a video game since the 1990s. I'll take your word for that. And having the game take place in in approximations of real world Rio de Janeiro Olympic locations is hilarious. There's very few pipes leaking sewage (laughs) and not nearly enough child <laughs> gangs. But the world is charming. He's going to do that. Sonic and Robotnik carnival floats are uh, carnival floats are unlocked as rewards <laughs> and the soundtrack is loaded with samba ass remixes and an epic theme song that is overloaded with english except that it's in portuguese so it's even crazier it's a great game that i can only hope is surpassed by mario and sonic at the 2020 olympics thanks to, and it's tokyo setting that shit should be nay must be crazy oh my god i am totally gonna play that yeah. uh, that <laughs> tokyo one the the images you get from them having to do all the actual Olympic sports of like, it's Luigi riding the horse is my favorite. <laughs> and this one. is the one that has the tails doing like the ribbon dance. Yeah, yeah. tails doing amazing. ribbon dance. Well, especially since like you know the Olymp- the Tokyo Olympics were teased with Mario. Yeah, they are going to go ham on that one. Oh yeah. Awkward Loser says, Sonic Boom wins if only due to the incredible song, which I want a Raphael Sadiq remix of since he makes Sonic games now. So I'm thinking of uh, Sonic CD, maybe? The, the Sonic, Sonic, yeah, the Sonic Boom Sonic in Sonic, Sonic Boom. Yeah. Sonic the- Boom, Sonic <laughs> Boom. Hey, buddy, you gotta slow down and. <laughs> hey, buddy, you gotta slow your car down and let me in, said. Before Sonic Mania, it was Sonic 3 and Knuckles, but. A beautiful thing happened. Sonic CD was released for the Xbox 360, and then anything with a reflection. <laughs> it was a new old Sonic game that I'd never played before. It was the Sonic I wanted, but it already existed. Who the hell owned a Sega CD? Now I own a physical copy and a thousand other versions, but no Sega CD. So Sonic CD was my fave, in other words. Mm. Sonic CD rules. It holds up. <laughs> uh, Dr. Wowie said, <laughs> Sonic Pinball Party for the GBA. Wow. Yes, that was really great. Uh, the pinball physics are great, and the Sonic tables are pretty good, but the Knights and Samba de Amigo tables really elevate this to the next level. The Knights table manages to translate Knights gameplay loop into pinball form shockingly well, with most of the levels, bosses, and music from the original game present. The Samba de Amigo table's main attraction is a rhythm minigame with a song list that includes some Sonic Team, oh, yeah. some Sonic Team titles, Burning Rangers, Choo Choo Rocket, Whoa. Fantasy Star Online, Knights... There are also some pinballified casino minigames where you can earn rings to spend in the Chow Garden. I put so much time into trying to master the main pinball tables and had fun the entire way. Some trivia. Sonic Pinball Party kind of fell under the radar in the U.S. due to a small print run that was exclusively sold 
at Target. It didn't get a wide release until 2005 as part of a double pack with Sonic mm, Advance. I remember that. Wow. I, yeah, I yeah. remember that double pack. Yeah. I didn't know it was uh, I, such a limited run. I actually have a story about this, that in the early 2000s, Diana got hospitalized. <sighs> and so I wanted to give her something that she could, you know, use to occupy her time in a hospital. Because if you've ever stayed in a hospital, it's fucking boring. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. And she likes pinball. So, like, I went all over the place trying to find uh, Sonic Pinball because, like, oh, that's that's gotten a lot of good reviews. That's good, right? Like, went to GameStop after GameStop. Like, nobody had it and didn't realize it was a Target exclusive. Finally went to Target, uh-huh. got a copy, and gave it to her with my GBA and, like, here, play this. And she's like, eh, I don't really <laughs> want to play video games. That's okay. I thought the story uh-huh. was going to end with you wheeling a whole pinball machine into her. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. You can get this game dirt cheap on eBay, by the way. Uh, Laser I'm Time gonna... Rules said... Easily Sonic 2. Fantastic soundtrack, tighter controls, and it took everything that made Sonic 1 great and made it better. Introduction of Tails and the spin attack plus the two-player mode were the icing on the cake. Player 2 being able to control an immortal Tails in the single-player game was a nice little secret. The only bad... Uh, only thing bad about the game was the AI of Tails was stupid as hell and was useless in the special stages, and the special stages themselves were pretty crap. Yes, they were. Yeah. I loved playing as... I loved Tails. I thought he was a cooler, cuter design. He is my favorite Sonic He's character. He's the best Sonic character. I just wish they didn't write him as, like, a seven-year-old. But, <laughs> but then Sonic! They, well, but then really... they turned him into a fucking, like, uh, computer genius and yeah. said, like, no, 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 you've gone too far the other way. I kind of yeah. liked his characterization in Sonic Adventure, where yeah. he had that theme song the that I, I played as yeah. our break song in the last uh, episode, just oh. uh, Believe in Myself, hmm. which is all hmm. about, like, he worships Sonic and desperately wants to be like Sonic, and the song is telling the story of that. I, uh, speaking of the story of Tales, in the book uh, Console Wars, they have a pretty great rundown of why he is named Tails, and the the short version is that like they were making the game... The Americans were like, yeah, Tails, that's a good name. He's got two tails. And then the Japanese team was like, no, he's Miles Prower. Get it? Miles Prower? Miles per hour? Then they they told him... And it, they, wasn't it like that's like if you named Luigi like uh, lasagna pasta, or <laughs> and so they have like a long war with the Japanese developers. Like, no, it's tails. That's cuter. And that their only way around it was saying, "Fine, within the world, we'll put it in the it will put in the instruction manual that his real name is Miles." Prower, and that everybody calls him Tails, and then we'll never refer to it again. It's on the but, title screen too. Yes, it says well, Miles Tails, or finger quotes Prower. But as a form of protest, if you remember, in some stages in the game, the word Miles is spray painted in the background. That was the developer saying he's fucking Miles. Man. <laughs> Miles. Miles would never use, a, or Tails would never use graffiti. No, that's that's not right. He's too pure. The Walking Dude said, I love the concept of the Sonic Dreams collection, although I've never played it. It's just a combination of all the presuppositions about oh, yes. the fan, the Sonic fandom. It's really strange and a disturbing fan game. It's worth checking out a playthrough on YouTube. That like, reminds me, I need to get my hands on this. It is a very bizarre Sonic yeah. game that works in VR, mm-hmm. and it has things like, 
you're sitting on the couch next to Sonic. Sonic is your roommate. Yeah, my roommate Sonic. Yeah, yeah. And, and you constantly are getting text messages saying, have you told him how you really yes. feel? <laughs> and you need to like tell him how you really feel and then like stare into his eyes yeah. and as you're staring, his eyes will slowly it, become yeah. one it's, and transport you into another dimension. It's pretty bizarre. We actually we streamed it on, on oh, Laser nice. Time. You I play that uh, one. There's that scene Twitch about channel. like Sonic is giving birth to Tails' babies, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I feel like you go and you see multiple versions of the birth. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah. And then yeah, the last stage it's is just the a weird thing museum of Sonic games. Yeah, yeah, it's like every every creepy Sonic fandom is represented somehow yep. in this. Joey Jojo said, "I haven't played Sonic Mania yet, though I intend to. It's great, play it, Joe Jojo. But my favorite is probably still just the standard edition of Sonic Three. I got a Genesis as a kid because I wanted blood in my Mortal Kombat and Sonic on my TV. I played the first three plus Sonic and Knuckles extensively, and much later in life, I'd buy a Sega CD and Sonic CD." I have a special fondness for Sonic CD because for Sonic 3 because it's probably the first game I ever beat completely. I had saved files of Sonic and Tails, Sonic Solo, and Tails Solo, and on all three I cleared the game with every Chaos Emerald. Wow. Yeah. I've never beaten a 2D Sonic game. No, uh, I, I've i never beaten it in the Get Every Chaos Emerald. Yeah, I've beaten Sonic CD and gotten the bad ending. That's about <laughs> it. I was disappointed to see Tails didn't have a super form and instead just gets permanent invincibility stars. Nah. Anyway, it was definitely cool to actually have worthwhile co-op with Sonic and Tails after Sonic 2 made it an afterthought since Tails could actually have controlled flight and carry Sonic around. The levels were mostly great, though of course the game was too short. Objectively, Sonic and Knuckles is probably better, but by the time that that came out, I had some Sonic burnout, and I never played that game as extensively as Sonic 3. Thinking about the impending Doom audio from the water level still makes yeah. my heart race. Hearing it in Mania, I was like, no, no! It brought back childhood anxiety. That fucking water puzzle. Oh my god. The shifting platforms. Con Ritter said... I'm with Michael on this one. Sonic Adventure 2 Battle is my favorite Sonic game. I love the variety of levels and gameplay. I love that each level has multiple missions. I love the secret areas to explore once you collect later upgrades. I love the Chow Garden. Mm-hmm. It's even got great multiplayer featuring exclusive characters like Tikal and Chaos, not featured elsewhere. The game is dated and imperfect, but it's incredible at its core. Did Sonic Adventure 2, like... The on GameCube replace the VMU with the GBA or how do they do the yeah? The but it sucks. Games. It's yeah. hard to set up and it's not as good. The oh. the VMU was so easy because you just pulled it. Out. I would like play it like under the table at restaurants with my parents. Uh. But you had to like you had to have a, a nuclear stockpile of uh, watch batteries because. Yeah. The VMU would always die. Yeah. Because it would stay on for some reason after you turned your Dreamcast off. Mm-hmm. But it was Very so weird. cool. Like, I wish we had anything well, just, else like that. It just burned through batteries so quickly. Yeah. And I remember, like, finding out ex- the exact battery and, like, getting a stockpile. <laughs> yeah. The oh, VMU man. was so cool. And uh, Kevitar1981 said, Hey, guys, this is my first time responding to a question of the week. Yeah. And I'm going to throw in a little butt kissing. I love all the Laser Time podcasts, especially VGA, but especially Bart. Uh, nothing is better <laughs> to speed up a boring workday than listening to you guys. Anyway, I would go with Sonic 2, but I instead I'm going to go with Tails Adventure for the Game Gear. Wow. Yeah, I know okay. it doesn't even have Sonic, but it still counts, right? It's the closest thing to a Metroidvania game that has ever happened in a Sonic series. Also, it's fresh in my mind now because my son got it on the DSE shop, and I've been pl- helping him play through it. Keep up the good work, fellas. Wow, I got oh, yeah. to I mean, try this out. A million uh, Game Gear games are just dumped on the eShop. I think hmm. Sega just go like, who cares? Like, yeah. just have it. Here's Tails that. also had a game on the Pico. I do remember wow. the Pico one. Yeah, I didn't Sega. play this one, even though I'm a big... 
I, like I said, I'm a big Tails fanboy. I had a Tails. I had a stuffed Tails toy uh, long after it was cool for me to have one in my age. <laughs> All right. We have uh, a video answer this week from Gallatin Carhartt. Yep. Who Good says, old Carhartt. Hello, VGA. This oh, is Gallatin Carhartt here, Jason. I'm here at the farm, and I've caught yeah. something real nice. Y'all keep talking about how Cody's so not awesome, good, and he catches it. crazy things. I got I'm my here. little guard hearts here. <laughs> now, first off, let me answer the question of the week before I tell you what it is I've caught. That, the question was, Don't what be. Sonic game do we love the most? I'm going to have to say Sonic 2. It's the only Sonic game I've ever played. Ever played. Now. And it was, I guess it was cool, but nothing else since. Now. What am I going to... Show you that I've caught. It's this very dangerous. Oh! Oh! There's oh. <laughs> oh, here. Oh! in here. Well, he was really shaking that Bobo. wiener dog around. <laughs> Bo is very dangerous. He hates me. He hates her. He likes her. He loves her. He loves the little lady. And he, and he loves the little one. Oh! <laughs> Carhartt here. So, anyways, that was the beast that I've wrangled this week. Oh. And my answer. Sonic 2. I know it's boring, but that's life. Thank you much. Y'all take it easy. Oh, <laughs> what a cute Scott family. Yeah, yeah thank you. That. That's beautiful. I bet a horse was filming that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know uh, he was Asian. <laughs> that was... That was <laughs> uh, that dog, uh, it was great to see a cute dog at the yeah, end of the video, yeah. too. I will say, he's he's past the, the what, the Cajun Crippler, Cody... <laughs> Don't uh, turn it into a competition. Uh, well, Cody, gotta come, gotta come strong it's, next week. Uh, this escalation can only end badly. Haven't you seen the Butter Battle book? You, <laughs> you new kids, you millennial video answer, audio answers with your gimmicks. Yeah. Back in my day, we just had to have a good answer. <laughs> I know. I invented the audio answer. Up. You did. You're the first. Go, go follow Galton Carhart on Twitter. Yeah. He's a great guy. <laughs> and Cody Laveau. Yes. Uh, anyway. So, new question of the week. Uh, with Madden 18 getting a story mode, what is a gamer franchise that does not traditionally have a story mode that you'd like to see get one? I know what my answer is. I'm going to say the 360 Shadowrun game, which was multiplayer only. And having a Shadowrun game that does not have a story mode to delve into that game is, I think, wasting the Shadowrun license. Oh, it did waste it, and then it went away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. And but I, I would have loved to have seen something more substantive in that world that they, in large part, created. It seemed to be mostly about gliders in the Xbox 360 version, but... Uh, well, mine is the Mario Kart series. Ah, yeah. Mario wow. Kart series, like, honestly, Mario games barely have a story as it is anyway, but... This would be a story told, you know, silently with few words, but of just explaining why everybody's racing against each other, why they go to areas in order. Might even be cool if they had like a final stage. If the Rainbow Road was more of a boss stage that told a story throughout it, and uh, although obviously it wouldn't be too repetitive, but it's a I, place where you go when you die, <laughs> <laughs> right? With that guy's uncle. Yeah. Uh. There's surely way better answers that I could think of, but the thing that springs to mind is a game that I and I think only I seem to tell regularly, which is uh, Tobal. Wow. The, ah, Tobal uh, didn't have a story mode? It didn't. It had a dungeon, the, but not yeah, a story. The, the, it ah. had a quest mode where you go through dungeons, and the quest Quite mode was cloud. awesome. That was the, the second game, but oh. that was that was Chocobos and not Cloud. Cloud was in Iron Guys, oh. but Tobal... 
Uh, didn't have a story mode, <laughs> but so it was ball. the the cast <laughs> of characters is so insane in Tobal. There's like a robot, a devil, I like the chicken guy. The chicken guy, he's yeah. really great. Uh, a woman, a rabbit, two women. A, a tiny rabbit, and like, why are they all interacting? What's the story there? Two had like story parts in that there was like an intro like video that showed you motivation and then mm-hmm. an ending video for everyone kind of like how Tekken worked from Tekken 1 through 3 but it's like I would have loved a story mode where I got to know these characters a little better because I love them they're all, they're all designed by Akira Toriyama so that's like, true yeah that's great and I love that series and I want to know more about it uh, I came up with getting into big time because the laser time community is player unknowns battlegrounds Ooh. Uh, I want to know what's going on there and I want to I want new characters I want like like it'd be cool if like you know, probably get a broader audience and make them like get some like teenagers in there. Oh yeah. Um, get like a even get like an international audience. Like maybe if if they introduce like Japan uh, or some. So maybe if they have like some Japanese teenagers in it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe get like a big star in it. So like, um, there's a big Japanese star like maybe, t- like hmm. Takeshi Kitano. Yeah, Takeshi Kitano. Yeah, put him in there. <laughs> um, I think something like that would be cool. Like, what if Player Unknown's Battleground was about Japanese teenagers and had <laughs> Takeshi Kitano in mm-hmm. it? Uh, that's the story mode <laughs> I want. Well, ah, then, and then I you got could it. have the I bad got guy. It. You could have the bad guy who goes on to star in a disappointing uh, game <laughs> called Tokyo Eleven. That's a piece <laughs> of shit shot on VHS. Yeah, but you bring up teenagers. Yeah. That actually makes me. The Morning. Friday the Thirteenth game should have like I know they're they're making single player stuff. They haven't revealed what it is yet, but mm-hmm. it's like that. Like I've played so much of that game, and like just being on like the subreddit and stuff like that, like. Every one of the counselors, like, they have a backstory, but I don't know about it. Like, there's mm-hmm. the douche who's Chad, and it's like, everyone's <laughs> just made up the backstory that his parents own the camp. Mm-hmm. And, like, La Chapa, who is, like, the the nerd, <laughs> everyone just has the story that he's, like, this sex god. <laughs> it's weird, and I, like, yeah. want to know more about I'd, I'd like, like to see, characters. like, an indie Tarantino jumping around in time, <laughs> like, tell the stories of each character, and then, like, the last 15 minutes are just them getting to Camp Crystal Lake and getting slaughtered. <laughs> This looks like a good place to hang out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the finale is, like, you, you tell the story of each character, then the finale is you play as Jason and kill them all. Yep. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's coming, man. Uh, so, what's a story-free game that you wish had a story mode? Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to start the thread by asking and answering the question gets read first on next week's show. Alternately, you can go to vidigamepocalypse.com. And uh, look for the article for episode 228. Answer in the comments under there. Or you can go to the Laser Time Facebook community. Yes. Laser Time community Facebook yep. group? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's look it up. Laser answer Time community there. parentheses yeah. official. Yeah. Yes. And uh, when you do that, make sure to like uh, mention me so I'll be able yes. I'll be clued into it. And also if you reply on Twitter like yes. Alison Carhart, also at... At Dave at Rudden Dave on Twitter, Rudden. so I'll know. If, if you it. can do at Dave Rudden, at VG Apocalypse, or just at Dave Rudden, yeah. because you're the one who collects yes. these every week, uh, that would be great. Um, that's been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Uh, Matt, you're the guest, so traditionally you have the first slot. I make a YouTube show called Cartoons 101, which you can find at youtube.com slash cartoons 101. It's about uh, the history of animation told through little vignettes and stories, uh, through like video essays and stuff like that. Uh, I also make the uh, Twitter at Disney80s90s, Disney80s90s, which is just 90s and 80s stuff from Disney. Disney hasn't come after you for that yet? No, they love it. They think it's great. 
right. Okay. They pay my, me. <laughs> my favorite of the Cartoon 101s, I love the one about the Goofy movie, oh, and I also really love the one about the unfinished Osamu Tezuka yeah. uh, animation oh, man. as well. Very few people love that one, so I appreciate <laughs> that. And, and the one about John Crick Faluzzi being an asshole. Yep. Really He's a big one. old piece of shit. Second, <laughs> second latest time podcast. I saw that's your, like, that. your Twitter header is like someone making a comment about oh, I get those K. comments all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, defending Spoiler, John they're K. all from John Kames. Yeah, calling me a cuck. Yeah, <laughs> of course. You know. uh, well, hey, I'm H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter, and if you like my voice, you can hear it weekly on the Talking Simpsons podcast where we go chronologically through every episode of the simpsons we are in season six already yeah. can you believe it we passed a hundred episodes a while back and uh, you can support that in here every episode uh ad free and week early if you're a subscriber on patreon.com slash talking simpsons if you're there you'd also get access to talking critic our weekly breakdown Ooh. of every episode of the critic which michael is a co-host yeah. on yes and uh, good times and also i had no other place to mention this because uh, I wish I had done bonus time now. I'm thinking about it because mm. I saw Starship Troopers in the theater oh, at, oh, cool. at at the Castor Theater, the 20th anniversary screening. Though it's not exactly 20 until November, but it was. It is the perfect. If if RoboCop didn't exist, it would easily be my favorite Paul Verhoeven film. It is. <laughs> it predicts everything. It was right about everything, and now we live in the world of Starship Troopers because <laughs> nobody got it. Uh, but it was it was just so beautiful. Anyway, that's me. The Critic is one of my favorite yes. shows ever. I watch it at least once or twice yearly, and Talking Critic has been so yeah. much fun to listen uh, to. Yeah, I was awesome. I was Thank super you. happy to be on a couple of the recent Talking Simpsons, including this week's Patreon episode. Which is Sideshow Bob Roberts. Yeah, which is the longest Talking Simpsons ever. An hour and 53 minutes. Yes. Mm. Spoiler, don't listen to it if you don't like uh, Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you listen to it and be convinced. Yeah, (laughs) perhaps so. I mean, it's the most political episode of The Simpsons, so obviously it's going to be the most political episode of Talking Simpsons. Did I just say don't listen to it if you don't like Trump? Yeah. Don't listen to it if you do like Trump. Sorry. Cut that, paste that in 30 seconds. Never. Damn it! Well, Dave, what are you going to advertise? Uh, Miller Highlights, which <laughs> yeah. got me too drunk on this episode again. <laughs> me too. Um, Let's talk about Sonic Adventure 2 more. <laughs> no. Ciao, guys. This is weak-ass piss beer. Yes. And while we were talking, we actually got another question of the week answer emailed in from uh-huh. all my friends are right here who says, my favorite Sonic game is the Sonic Unleashed demo for Xbox 360. It was over <laughs> in five minutes. That makes it the best Sonic game. <laughs> Mario Sonic. rules. Sonic drools. Yeah. But seriously. Stretchy it was, werewolves. <laughs> but seriously, it was a really focused Sonic platforming level that distilled down the essence of what makes Sonic fun. If the whole game was just that, with no hog and no friends to pad out the length. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still replay that demo to beat my high score. Uh, but yeah, there's also 302010, the weekly show featuring... Uh, Michael, your better half, Diana Goodman. Uh, well, we, talk about, better half. we talk about. We talk about. She what was happened. also on Pockets Full of Soup. Oh yeah, uh, or, Jared Petty, which show. I keep wanting to spoonerize as Sockets Full of Poop, which is really <laughs> gross. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, we talk about this very week, ten, twenty, and thirty years ago. Uh, what happened this week? Nineteen eighty-seven, nineteen ninety-seven, two thousand seven, and it's always a weird batch of shit. Uh, 
And there's also the uh, Laser Time Patreon, patreon.com slash laser time, where we have our weekly show bonus time. Matt, you were on this week's episode. We talk about seeing a, sh- a movie from 1987, Monster Squad, yeah. at the uh, Alamo Draft House. I talk about going camping. You talk about exploring San Francisco, being a new resident. And, and a uh, commentary for the first two episodes yep. of the new DuckTales show, done by Chris Antista and me, the oh, yeah. two biggest duck fans you'll probably ever meet yep. and, in the uh, world. <laughs> and there's a new episode of Cheap Podcast with me and Henry Gilbert. And we also did a cheap podcast commentary for CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar. Mm. Boy, that who, sounds like so much comment. Yeah, content. so much yeah. stuff. Five dollars. Yeah. You got five bucks? Give me five bucks. <laughs> give it, give it to me. Give it to me first. It's <laughs> in your PayPal. Yes. Give us all five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I did a huge feature on Assassin's Creed Origins for ubiblog.com, mm. uh, which is so huge, in fact, that other sites are quoting it, ah, including ooh. Glixel.com. But uh, look for Assassin's Creed Origins. Cleopatra's Egypt is the series' biggest world yet. I talked to not only game director Ashraf Ismail, but also... Uh, the, the game's historian, Maxime Durand. Mm. And I uh, got a lot of interesting background information about not just the uh, the world that they're building for the game, but also the history behind it. So take a look. Can I climb a sphinx? Do I unlock you the map if I climb, climb a sphinx? You can probably climb a sphinx. Cool. I've, I've climbed two pyramids in the in the Gamescom demo. So, nice. Uh, you didn't pretty, know they had footholds, but they do. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they've got little lines up each level. Uh. You can just jump from one to the next, and then you slide down. You just get that's, down by that's sliding awesome. down. It's pretty can cool. I, can right. I fly by the Sphinx and a guy carving it is watching me and not what he's doing, and he accidentally knocks the nose off the Sphinx? Uh, maybe oh, that happens. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that's been done in every single... Uh, <laughs> That was an Aladdin reference, though. Yeah. Well, I'll certainly... Uh, I'm just saying a clever and, thing. I don't know what you're talking also, about. And also, I discovered my favorite uh, Pharaoh name from playing the the Gamescom demo of uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, which is Sneferu. <laughs> Sneferu. The, the, the bent pyramid of Sneferu. <laughs> Check it out. It's normal to have a bent pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> don't let anyone tell you it's not normal. <laughs> Hank, did you have something else? Nah. All right. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at VGApocalypse or me personally, at Wikiparas. That's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Do you find it weird when we call it the Diana Mike when mm. Di- oh, you're Di- the Diana <laughs> Mike? <Yeah. laughs> That's true. That's pretty weird. And she's Mike's Diana? Mm-hmm. No, she's she belongs Diana. to no one. <laughs>